good one here today. Reading Shaun of the Dead. I got a special guest today. Hey, say hello to someone, Tomcat. How you doing? Yo, I drew a massive blank. Uh, what's up? <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I'm here to read the funny zombie movie. Yeah, it was a great one. I I really like this movie. Um, it's an all timer. Uh, the great director Edgar Wright. I love Edgar Wright. He's awesome. Uh, let's see. About had about four or five of my favorite films. I absolutely love Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim, uh, Hot Fuzz, Baby Driver. It's a phenomenal film. And I don't. I'm not too sure, but I want to. I want to say Last Night in Soho. Pretty, pretty up there. How about you? I'm saying my favorite's probably Sean or Hot Fuzz. Mm -hmm. Oh, At World's End. At World's End is good too. The third in the Cornetto trilogy. Dude, I haven't watched that movie in so long because I remember. Mm -hmm. I think the last time I watched it was with my dad, and we were just on a hold up. All right, no problem, no problem. Yeah, so At World's End is the third. Uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost team with Edgar Wright phenomenal phenomenal trio I, oh, I love them every time they're all together it's just always hilarious and good like uh seen a lot of these over the years I just recently watched Shaun of the Dead again you know to prepare for this a little bit so it's it's a little fresh in my mind Although the script here about 132 pages. I I didn't um uh, I didn't think it was that long. I downloaded the script like a while ago. That's alright, no problem, no problem. So yeah, the script is 132 pages. I didn't expect it to be that long. I downloaded the script a while ago. Like, oh I really wanna watch I wanna really I really wanna read this. And it'd be great for uh rescribed. So we're gonna up here today and read and then we got a special guest you got anything you want to say um probably just what's up um, <laughs> yeah what's up i really like the idea of this i thought it was super cool and Shaun of the mm -hmm. dead is probably one of my favorite comedy movies so this is great it's having fun it's a here fantastic one yes oh thank you for coming this is uh yeah. it should be very fun there's a motorcycle outside. Fuck it. All right, but uh, <laughs> Shaun of the Dead, written by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright. I actually forgot that Simon Pegg wrote this, but he wrote this with him. And that's a phenomenal job. Actually, I don't know if I... yeah, I don't actually know if I knew that he wrote this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, did he write Hot Fuzz as well? I believe so. I don't remember. Loading. Yeah, shit. What was I saying before? Someone, someone walked mm -hmm. in. That's why I kind of like abruptly stopped during a sentence. But I was—I honestly forgot what I was talking about. Yeah, it's all right. But yeah, he did write it. He did write Hot Fuzz as well. Oh. So yes, Simon Pegg is uh great. He's in a bunch of stuff. 
Oh, yeah. uh, most been... recently, I seen him in The Boys. I think. Yeah. Watching him in The Boys is really funny because mm. I I just I can't imagine Simon Pegg just playing the dad of a thirty year old man. He's just oh yeah, Simon Pegg to me. And I think these movies kind of cemented that in my head. And I don't know if you mm-hmm. watched it, but it's not Edgar Wright, but it's still Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Paul. Oh, I I saw that a very long time ago once, so I don't remember it at all. Yeah, I just the scene I remember the most from that movie is Kristen Wiig. She plays like a very like super hardcore like evangelical Christian, and the oh. alien who's the alien who's voiced by Seth Rogen just goes on a whole mm. rant disproving Christianity, and then she just stares <laughs> off into space for a while. Oh, and I need to watch that. And then it's like a recurring bit throughout the movie that she's like finally letting go. It's like, all right, I'm just going to be super like raunchy. I don't, the bit wasn't very funny sometimes, but sometimes Mm -hmm. she would like try to swear, but she was so bad at it. So she'd say like, fuck shit in the middle of a sentence, (laughs) just randomly inserting stuff in like any random place. And it doesn't work, Mm -hmm. but there are like a couple moments where it's kind of funny, but that's like basically it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to check that out. I do, I do like Kristen Wiig, uh, SNL, great as well. Um, let's see, who's in Shaun of the Dead? I know Martin Freeman makes a cameo. He does. Yeah. Uh, during the oh. scene where they uh meet like the opposites, not opposites. It's like the exact same characters as them. They walk past yeah. each other. Uh, Martin Freeman is there. I don't think there's huh. anybody else that I know. I just did not realize that for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's never really clicked in my head. Oh, you watch it again, you see Martin Freeman's just standing in the background. It's great. I do like him. Um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. A great duo. Was this before? This was the first one, I believe, right? Was this before Hot Fuzz? Yeah. Okay. So Shaun of the Dead is 2004. Yeah, but I think they worked on something before. It was a show in the late 90s mm-hmm. called, I want to say, it was called, not, I was going to say Erased for some reason. It was called Spaced. Wait. That's what it was called. Office Space, right? No. No, that's a, no, that's something, of, something else. Uh, the Mike Judge movie. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. Spaced mm-hmm. was like a British, it was like a very short-lived British comedy show from like the late 90s. And the one thing mm-hmm. I remember the most from that was just uh, Simon Pegg tripping balls and playing Resident Evil 2. That's like the one <laughs> episode I think about whenever I think of that show. Oh, that sounds awesome. Uh, They play like Call of Duty in here? Or not? not Call of Duty, but like something like that. Uh, it's a great callback. But uh, let's get into the film. All right, Shaun of the Dead. Gonna begin. It's written by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright. So, let's begin. And how do you want to do this? You want to do like every other, every other line, every other action? Yeah, I guess we could just do like every other line. Okay. I'll start us off. Spooky noises, curiously electronic. A bell rings. Enter the pub at night. Last orders, please. Close up on the face of a man 
He draws his cigarette. Sean? Sean stares bleakly into space. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. We reveal that Sean is sitting with a woman, Liz. They are both in their late 20s. Liz looks slightly concerned. Sean looks slightly confused. They're having a drink. You shouldn't feel so responsible. Yeah. I know he's your best friend, but you do live with him. I know. It's not that I don't like Ed. Ed, it's not that I don't like you. All right. We reveal Edie right next to them, playing a horror-themed fruit machine, which bleeps spooky electronic noises. He is in his late 20s and slightly overweight. It'd just be nice if we could... Fuck! Spend a bit of time together. Bullocks! Just the two of us. Cock it! <laughs> a beat. We have a laugh, don't we? Yeah. Sean and Liz smile, sharing some private joke. Sean relaxes, momentarily off the hook, but... But with Ed always here, it's no wonder I end up bringing my flatmates out. Then that only exasperates things. What do you mean? Well, you guys hardly get on, do you? No, what does exacerbate mean? It means to make things worse. Oh, right. Uh, look, it's not that I don't like David and Die. Guys, it's not that I don't like like you. That's all right. Sorry. We reveal David and Diane sitting right next to Liz. Both in their late 20s, David is trendy but straight-laced. D.I. is colorful and chirpy. They hold hands. I don't know if I was supposed to say D.I., but yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Or die. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that I don't want to spend time with you, because I do. It's just, Ed doesn't really have too many friends. Can I get any of you cunts a drink? Sean closes his eyes. Anybody? No thanks, no thanks. I'm fine, thanks, Ed. Pint, Sean? Sean nods. Ed holds out his palm to Sean, who sighs and reluctantly hands him a fiber. Meanwhile, David steps in. I know friends are important, Sean, but you gotta set aside quality time for just the two of you. I know I would if I was Lizzie's boyfriend. David looks at Liz with affection as Diane chips in. Or get out more. Daph's always taking me out to see his list of buildings. I'm always dragging him to the theater. I'm not so hot in the theater. I took my students to see this great new play about incest. Very cool. Lots of swearing. Okay, I don't think that's in a film because I don't remember that line. What? <laughs> I do not remember that line. He's not so hot on theater. I don't think that sounds very hot in the theater either. No. Well, how about a nice meal? Go to that restaurant me and Daps go to. That place that does all the fish. It's your anniversary soon, isn't it? It was last week. Oh, so did you do anything special? We came here. Yeah, but that's just you and me. And Ed. 
He wasn't with us. He was sitting at the bar. It's not the same. Johnny Hoglumps. A packet of pork. Uh, wait, what the fuck? Okay, a packet of pork scratchlings. I have or scratchings. What the hell is that? Hit Sean square in the face. Sean, what am I? Sean, what I'm trying to say is, I need something a little more. Sean offers her a pork scratching. She declines. More than spending every night in the Winchester. I mean, I'm 29. I got things I want to do with my life. I want to get out of here, do more interesting stuff, live a little. But I'd love to be able to do it with you. But I want you to want to do it too. Wait, I Liz want you to want to do it too. So. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Um, Liz laughs grimly at her own silly sentence. She then takes a pork scratching and regards Sean with a mixture of exasperation and affection. I don't want to go on at you. Jesus, listen to me. I'm, not, I'm beginning to sound like your mom. Not that I know what she sounds like. You still haven't met his mom? Not yet. I can't believe you haven't met his mom. Not that simple. Don't you get along with your mom, Sean? Not that I don't get along with her. Are you ashamed of your mom, Sean? No, I'm not. I love my mom. I love his mom. Ed? She's butter. Ed! Sean. Sean. Guys? Sean. Liz? I totally understand what you're saying, and I agree. I really do. We should get out there. Do more interesting stuff. Uh, together. We'll start tomorrow. I'll book a restaurant. The place that does all the fish. We'll do it properly. Just the two of us. Things will change. Promise. Really, Sean? The landlord calls time. Sean stares back into space. Sean? The bell rings again. The spooky noises continue as... A montage of Greater London. Saturday, 8 a.m. All actions in the sequence are chore choreographed to the title music. A traffic jam. Drivers stare blankly ahead and a middle-aged man sits in a jag wearing driving gloves. A bus stop. Bored commuters ignore each other. A vast supermarket car park. Customers park up as a... Oh, wait, what? Customers park up as a bow-tied old man slowly collects discarded trolleys. 24-hour supermarket serves early bird customers. A vacant checkout girl bleeps products through, uh, till, through her till... A nightclub in an industrial estate expels its last patrons. Dazed young clubbers wander into the daylight. A nondescript suburb. A bored kid kicks a football against a wall. We close in on a semi-detached house. Bare feet shuffle into the shot. We slowly pan up to see... Sean, dead to the world. His face tired. He yawns. We are in the lounge. The decor is male. The room untidy. Ed is sitting on the sofa playing a video game. He may have been there all night. Sean sits next to him, picks up a game controller, and presses a button. A voice booms. Player two has entered the game. Haven't you got work? Sean puts the controller back down. 
Player two has left the game. We enter into the bathroom during the day. A toilet is flushed. Shower run. Teeth brushed. Sean now wears a white short sleeve shirt. He straightens his tie in a mirrored door of the bathroom cabinet, which is ajar. He shuts it. Pete stands in the reflection, his face like thunder. Do you know the front door was open again last night? A drawer is yanked open and a knife is grabbed. Toast buttered, a bottle of milk hits the table, and Pete screws the lid on. I'm not saying it was you. I know, man, but... I'm saying it was Ed. Right. Pete returns the milk to its rightful place in the fridge. He also wears a shirt and a tie, but is somewhat smarter. I can't live like this. Look at the state of it. We're not students anymore. Pete? It's not like he even brings any real money into the house. He brings a bit. What, dealing drugs? Come on. It sells a bit of weed every now and again. You sold puff. Once at college to you. Anyway, I did a lot of stupid things at college, Sean. I dressed up as Frankenfurter. I drank snakebite in black. I slept with a fat girl. That doesn't mean I want any of them for a living. Okay. Look, I've known him since primary school. I like having him around. He's a laugh. What? Because he can impersonate an orangutan? Fuck a doodle do. What? He's dead weight, Sean. Oh, leave him alone. Okay, I admit, he can be pretty funny on occasion. I had a great time that night we sat up drinking apple schnapps and playing Tekken 2. That's such a great game. <laughs> yeah, when was that? Five years ago? When is he going home? Okay. <laughs> he doesn't say it right here. <laughs> no, he says it at a different point, though. Yeah, he says it when he gets out the car. Oh, Stop shit. <laughs> All right. Ed enters Ed, and takes the milk. Oh, sorry. Okay. I know. I was like, I was so glad that landed on you instead of me. <laughs> Ed enters and takes the milk from the fridge. He swigs from the bottle and wanders out, scratching his nuts. I'll have a word. Sean sits down by Ed, who's playing the video game. Pete watches at the door. Hey, man. Listen. Top left. Thanks. I was just going to say... Reload. I'm on it. Since you're... Ooh, nice shot. Thanks. Since you're in most of the day... Ed's mobile phone rings, and it's the Halloween theme song. I think that's what it was. Alright. I believe so. Now I gotta watch it again. <laughs> Two seconds. <laughs> I haven't watched the movie in like a couple months. Oh, it's great. It, went, it flew by. Two seconds. All right, Noodle. No, I only got an early. Shortage on. All right. Latest. Ed resumes his game. Pete's seen enough. Or no, sorry. Pete's seen enough and wades in. Ed, since you're not working at the moment, could you please clean up a bit? I am working. Since you're in the flat all the time, do you think you could clean up a bit? 
Yep. You play the answer machine, can you take down everyone's messages and not just your own? Yep. It's not that taxing, isn't it? Not that taxing, is it? Writing something on a post-it note? Nope. Pete's mobile rings as he leaves. Ringtone, live forever by Oasis. Puts on his jacket. On the back is a post-it note reading, I am a prick. Sean sees this and shakes his head warily at Ed. Wow, that was pretty funny. Seriously, will you do what he said? I ain't doing nothing for him. Well, do it for me then. I'm sorry, Sean. It's okay. No. I'm sorry, Sean. Sean puzzles before his expression turns to disgust. Oh, man, that's bad. You're rotten. Ed laughs, and Sean does too, as he covers his nose and mouth. I'll stop doing when you stop laughing. I'm not laughing, I'm going. Sean leaves, the phone rings. The answer machine picks up. Hi, you're through to Peter and Sean. Please leave a message after the... Beep. Push in as the red light flashes. Uh, hello, Sean, it's me. Look, I'm going to be tied up a bit today. I've got 20 year 10 essays to mark, or 20 year 10 essays to mark, and I want to get them out of the way. So when you book the table, can you make it eight rather than seven? You're probably not there anyway. I'll try to, I'll try you at work. So, okay, bye, 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 bye. Closer, the red light flashes. The screen is filled. A football hits Sean right in the head. He turns to see the bored kid grinning at him, and he responds playfully. Oh, you're dead. He will Sean, boots the, oh. <laughs> Sean boots the ball back, and he, he walks past Pete in his car and crosses the road. He heads for the newsagent, passing a homeless man in a green coat with a dog on a, lead, on a lead. Oh, never mind. I think I know what that is. He stands with an arm outstretched. Sean gives him some change. Sean grabs a Coke from the fridge and goes to the counter. Nelson? There's no one there. Sean waits, idly scanning across today's papers. The headlines partially concealed. GM crops blamed for unidentified mutilated superflu down satellite causes. Sean peers closer as if by magic, the shopkeeper appears. Hello, my friend. No beer today? Oh, shit. Sorry. Um, a <laughs> bit early for me. Pale-suited man enters hurriedly as we follow Sean out. Do you have any aspirin? Sold out. What? Body on the line. Sean stands amid livid commuters and a police car blazes past. Sean is sat on a bus crowded with blank passengers. A pasty guy listens to his Walkman. An old man slowly nods off. Sean looks out a window. On the street, he sees a young woman faint and a number of passerbys rush to her aid. Gather around, everyone. 
I realize now that we should probably be reading the enter and exit lines. Uh, no. That's all good. We don't have to. It doesn't really matter. All right. All right. Uh, gather round now, as well as Mr. Slumman is off sick. I'm afraid Ash is also a bit under the weather, so I'm taking charge today. As I'm the... Oldest. Senior staff member. Reveal a bunch of surly young shop assistants chewing in unison in front of Sean. Among them, Noelle and Danny. I'm feeling a bit under the weather. Can I have the day off? Purple of laughter, Sean tries to find it funny. <laughs> uh, no, Ash is genuinely is ill, so we're going to have to pull together today. A mobile phone rings. Interrupts. Yeah, hello, mate. Noel, could you... Two seconds. Noel holds up his hand. Sean concedes weakly. Yeah, man, I was totally munted. Yeah, I spoke to him. He's only got an entry. Sean is left twiddling his red barrel. All right, man. Laters. All right, continue. Thanks. Uh, as Mr. Sloman says, there's no I in team, but there's an I in pie. So it's about team pie. I don't know. Um, that That's it. The assistants are already off. Ambling to their uh, to their stations. Danny, can you? Uh... Danny is already opening the front doors. And uh, Sarah, will you? Um. Sarah's already switching off the bank. Or sorry, Sarah is already switching on a bank of TV screens. Phone off, please, Noel. This isn't a social gathering. Sean pockets his bureau and tries to look officious. All right. Keep your hair on, Granddad. Hey, I'm only 29, for Christ's sakes. How old are you? 20? 22? 17. Christ. Really? Look, Noel, I've, I, I know you don't want to be here forever, and neither do I. I got things I want to do with my life. When? Noel points to Sean's top pocket. His bureau is leaked. Got red on you. Sean is demonstrating a TV to a young couple. This one comes with a digital package. You got the lifestyle channels. Flip. We see a clip of moaning couples on Trisha. Got your entertainment channels. Flip. We see a lame game show with contestants in funny costumes and an unseen commentator laughs uncontrollably. Got your news channels. Flip. We see images of a crash site, people in white suits, a grave-looking scientist, a distraught vox pop, a convoy of military trucks, red lights flash. Sean stops flipping. Sean! I'm with a customer. It's your dad. Sean looks to the counter with Noel uh, Noel as a middle-aged man. Sean apologizes to, uh, to his customers and goes over. Philip is a graying bear of a man. He wears driving gloves and makes only curiously eye contact with Sean. Philip? Sean? I trust you haven't forgotten about tomorrow. No. Your bi monthly visit? I haven't forgotten.
You could bring the flowers. You forgot to send Barbara on Mother's Day. Yeah, I was gonna. And not a cheap posse from the garage forecourt. I wasn't gonna. The text go? All right. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow then. They glare at each other. Before Philip heads for the door, Sean watches him leave, noticing another convoy of military trucks on the street, red lights flashing. Thought this wasn't a social gathering. What? How come you're allowed to talk to your dad? Look, A, he's not my dad. He's my emergency, or no, um, look, A, he's not my dad. He's my stepdad, and B, it was an emergency. What? Buy your mom some flowers? Yes. Oh, grins. Some nearby assistants who snigger. Ooh. Look, Noelle, whatever you might think, I don't find it difficult to keep my work and social life separate. The phone rings. Danny answers. Sean, Liz for you. Sean takes it. I talked in a business-like tone. Hello? Hello, it's me. Hello. Just quickly, did you get my message? Sean sees that Noel and the other assistants are watching. Yep. So it's all okay then? Yep. Eight instead of seven? Yep. Sean fakes a yawn and makes a wrap it up signal. Okay, cool. Well, ring me later. Goodbye, Liz. Bye. Sean hangs up and turns to Noelle and the others. Liz, head office. Nothing to panic about. In a florist in the evening, a distressed businessman, crying loudly, runs past the window of a florist. Inside, Sean watches him go. Sir? Sorry, uh, yeah, they're from my mom. The florist produces some tags. To a wonderful mom. Or pow, super mom. Um, the first one. Sean writes out the card and hands it back. He looks back to the street. On the other side of the road is a scruffy man on the steps of a church surrounded by pigeons. Sean watches as the scruffy man swipes at the pigeons. Amazingly, he catches one. Sean's transfixed, uh, transfixed as the scruffy man raises the pigeon to his mouth. Surely he isn't going to. A bus pulls up outside. Sean cranes a seat through the windows. When the bus pulls away, the scruffy man is gone. What the hell is going on? Sean is again amid a crowd of pissed off commuters. Bodies on the line. Suicides. Suicide? Suicides. Three. Guard raises three fingers. Sean is a little freaked. Sean is again on a bus crowded with blank passengers. The man next to Sean coughs badly. The lady in front seems to have nodded off and is dribbling. And the bus is barely moving. Sean walks. Cars honk. A traffic jam clogging up the road. He looks ahead to the cause. A car has stalled at the lights. A hand slaps Sean on the arm. Oh my god, Sean! Yvonne? Yvonne is in her late 20s. She's jovial and short. She and Sean embrace, slightly awkwardly. 
How you doing? Surviving. I haven't seen you since the days of... Yvonne uh, mounts a horse beat and does a little dance. Sean nods, and a crowd starts to gather around the stalled car. Yeah, good times. You living around here? Uh, yeah. You? Yeah, I, I've just bought a place. Bought? More people gather around the car. Big grown up, eh? You still with, uh... Liz, yeah. That's great. She's still teaching? Uh, an ambulance pulls up, and the sirens the siren forces them to shout. Uh, yes. Head of the English now. Got fast-tracked. Oh, wow. What about you? Last time I saw you, you were look you were working at that bloody electri- like electrical place. Yeah. Yvonne clocks his name tag and realizes her faux pass. You still DJing? Uh not really. Uh kinda let it go, you know? The siren wails on, Yvonne nods. That's a shame. Well, uh, at least you and Liz are still together. Glad somebody made it. How long's it been now? Four years. Last week, actually. Oh, did you do anything special? No, we're going for a meal tonight. Ooh, any anywhere nice? The siren slows. Realization dawns. Sean goes ashen-faced. Front door swung open. Flowers thrown into the sink. Yellow pages flung open. We see on the page, full cheese. The place that does all the fish. John anxiously paces on the phone. Ed pays his, plays his video game. You gonna thank me then? What for? Tidying up. Doesn't look that tidy. Well, I had a few beers when I finished. The phone picks up at the other end. Full cheese, can you hold, please? A bunch of messages. What? Ed produces a scrap of paper and reads aloud. Uh, your mom phoned about you going around tomorrow. Liz phoned about you guys eating out tonight. Then your mom phoned again to see if I wanted to eat her out tonight. Hello? Look, I know it's short notice, but do you have a table for two for tonight? Sorry, we just gave away the last table. Click. The line goes dead. Aw, oh, man! A beat. So, what are we gonna do then? So, what are we gonna do then? Uh, where are we gonna go? That's true about your mom. The Winchester? Don't be stupid. They don't do food. I'll do it, Toasty. There's a Breville out back. Ed, this is serious. Ed slams, Sean slams the phone down. It rings. He picks up. Hello? 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 So, what's the plan, then? Yeah, uh, babe, there's been a slight, there's been a bit of a problem with the table. What do you mean? They're full up. But you said it was all okay. 
Yeah. You didn't book it, did you? No. So what's the plan then? Silence. Ed looks at Sean and he raises his eyebrows and nods. He could go to the Winchester? Sean winces. Click. The phone goes dead. The yellow pages hit the floor. The flowers grabbed. Front door swung wide. A taxi cab door slams shut. Sean sits anxiously in the back of the cab, feigning interest in the driver's waffle. So he starts reaching through the window, moaning at me, and I can't understand what he's bloody going on about. So he drives off. Bedlam. The cab screeches off. Sean runs with the flowers across the grass forecourt of an apartment block. He reaches the front of the door and slams the intercom buzzer for Liz's flat. Hello. Diane, let me in, please. I'm not sure this is the best time, Sean. Oh, come on! Lizzie doesn't want to see you, Sean. Just open the door! Doesn't want to see you. Furious, Sean looks up to the first floor window. What do you want me to do? You want me to climb up the drain pipe and come through the window? Because I will. A worried David and Diane stand by the entry phone in their coats behind, or in their coats behind. Liz emerges, also preparing to go out. All right, then. There are noises from outside. I'll look to the open window but or buzz the, the entry phone again. Guys, let me in, please. A furious Liz busies herself, getting ready to go out. Sean flits around her. Liz, I can explain. Let's just go out. What, to the Winchester? Do you want to? Hmm, let me see. Liz, let's have a quiet one in the Winchester. Liz, it's Saturday night. Winchester night. Hey, Liz, there's a quiz this evening. Really? Oh, I love a good quiz. Well, do you want to come? Yeah, where's it on? The Winchester. No, I don't want to fucking want to. Sorry, I just thought we could... I, it's not the only place in the world, Sean. I know. We can go somewhere else. David and Dee sit on the sofa, listening to the wall. Die? I'm going out with David and Die. Well, let's all go together. What? You hang out with a bunch of teachers? Sorry, a failed act. Sorry, a failed actress and a twat. David and Die look at each other, affronted. Hey, that's a bit harsh. Your words. I did not call Diane a failed actress. <laughs> Diane is relieved. David remains affronted. Liz storms into the lounge with Sean in tow, helping her with her coat. Seriously, let's go out somewhere. Forget about all this. We'll have a laugh, just the two of us. Things will be cool. Promise. Liz, ang Liz turns angrily on Sean, who cowers behind the coat. Oh, stop making these promises. What do you mean? Off the top of my head, you promised you stopped smoking when I did. You promise you go back to the gym. You promise we go flat hunting. You promise you start DJing again. 
You promised you'd try drinking red wine instead of beer. You promised you'd come to holiday with me. You. We went to Greece, didn't we? We met in Greece. At a rave. Or no, sorry, I read that wrong. At a rave. It's not the same. You promised things would change. And you promised you'd get us free cable. Hey, I'm working on that. Okay. Well, look. I can stop smoking. I can give it up whenever I want. See? Sean takes out a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> British word for cigarettes. Let's go. Mm-hmm. John takes out a cigarette packet and chucks them in the bin. What they gave him this that. What's the next one? It's not enough, Sean. Liz walks out, leaving Sean with David and Di. Basically, I think your nine lives are up. Oh, get fucked, four eyes. Why don't you go over there? You love her so much. David goes red. I don't know what you mean by that. Sean makes a like-you-don't-know face and leaves. I don't know what he means by that. Diane says nothing. Liz is sat on her bed, head in her hands. Sean enters. Got you these. He offers her flowers with a smile. Liz clocks a tag. To a wonderful mom? Yeah, because remember last night you said you didn't want to sound like my mom? Liz laughs, more out of exasperation than amusement. Pause. They're for your mom, aren't they? Yep. Smooth. Liz returns her head to her hands. Sorry, I wasn't thinking. I'm tired. You're tired? It's not the strongest defense, is it? I'm tired, Sean. Sorry. The S word again. Sorry? You can't just keep saying sorry and expect things to be okay. You wave it around like a get-out-of-jail-free card. But what if I am sorry? What if you are? It's not like you ever do anything about it. Nothing ever changes. (sighs) Look, I've got to do something. If I don't, I'm going to end up in that pub every night for the rest of my life, like those other sad old fuckers, drinking myself to death, wondering what the hell happened. What do you mean, do something? Slam. She slams the door on Sean, and he just stands outside, still in his work clothes, still holding the flowers, face like... Thunder. Rain falls. Sean stares blankly ahead. Sean walks towards the Winchester, still holding the flowers... He sees a snogging couple in the shadows. He throws the, sh- he throws the flowers into a nearby bin. Sean, eh? Log or no, hog lumps. A packet of pork scratchings hits a glum Sean in the face. A cheery Ed joins him at the usual table. Behind, 
A wall-mounted TV shows a squad car whizzing through the suburbs, lights flashing. Seconds later, the pub is illuminated by the flashing lights of a passing squad car. Fucker, you got your pint? You got your pig snacks? What more do you want? You got your favorite monkey, don't you? You want me to do Clyde? Ed proceeds to ape Clyde the orangutan from every which way but loose. Sean looks at him, bereft. See? you get over her it's been seven hours oh no it's Sinead O'Connor's song okay oh, yeah. never mind yeah, no, I can't I sing, sing so it's been don't seven hours and 15 days I don't actually remember what Sinead O'Connor's songs are like <laughs> same nothing appears to you starts up on a jukebox who the hell put this on it's on random Oh, for fuck's sake. John! Ed motions to John for another round. Curtains are drawn. Deadbolts click in place. TV, fruit machine, and jukebox are all switched off. Sean and Ed are now among the last customers and are utterly pissed. Ed ignites two Sambuca shots. He and Sean ritualistically down them, sputtering and laughing. Or spluttering and laughing. What we should do tomorrow. A hand appears on Ed's shoulders. Keep it down a bit, lads. Sorry, John. John moves off with their empties. Ed continues quietly. You know what we should do tomorrow? Keep drinking. Have a bloody mary first thing. Get a bite at the king's head. Grab a couple of little print. Uh, grab a couple at the little princess. Stagger back here and bang. We're up. Uh, we're up at the bar for shots. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Sean remains utterly glum. Come on, man. Talk to me. Can't we just leave it, Ed? What did she say? A lot. What a bitch. She said if she stayed with me, she was going to end up sitting in here every night for the rest of her life like these sad old fuckers, drinking herself to death. Wondering what the hell happened. That's harsh. These are not sad old fuckers. These are rich, interesting characters. Cut away to a number of sad old fuckers around the bar. Like who? Ed points to mullet-haired 50-something at the bar. Snake hips. Always surrounded by women. Bigamist. Strangled his first wife with a draft with a draft excluder. Invented the first mobile disco. Vaguely amused, Sean points to Irish spinster neck and whiskey. What about her? Ex porn star, done at all, Mish, Donkey Style, first cowgirl, A to M. Starred in the world's first interracial hardcore loop. Cafe Elo Cafe Elite. What about John? Who, the barrel? North London Mafia. Sean laughs and shakes his head. That really is true. Big Al said so. Big Al also says dogs can't look up. Think about it. The gruff demeanor, handy with a blade, Bernie the trophy wife. Ed points to Bernie, the wizened landlady behind the bar. He's connected. Why don't you think there's a rifle over the bar? 
Ed nods to a rifle or mounted on a brace. Because the pub's called the Winchester. Exactly. John lets himself laugh. Ed smiles. See, you don't need Liz to have a good time. Ed, let's just leave it now. Listen, can I just say one thing? And I'm not going to say there's plenty more fish in the sea. I'm not going to say if you love her, let her go. I'm not going to bombard you with cliches. All I'm going to say is that it's not the end of the world. Thump. 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 A shadowy figure is visible beyond the frosted glass of the door. John calls out to it. Sorry, we're closed. More emergency vehicles pass. The flashing lights momentarily define the figure at the door. Maybe it's a trick the light, but it appears to have no lower jaw. The figure follows the noise and shuffles off. Pisshead. Angle on sign, please leave quietly. John and Ed strongly belt out white lines. The snogging couple is still outside, necking furiously. Ed calls over. Haven't you had your tea? The woman stops necking the man. He goes limp and drops to the ground. He watches Sean and Ed stagger off. Sean and Ed cross the street, still singing white lines in harmony. Behind, another figure is stumbling down the middle of the road. He appears to join in with... Sean and Ed turn, gleefully trying to draft their new friend into the sing-along. Again, he responds with... Sean and Ed shrug, a little disappointed. Crucial Electro blares. An old school party's in full swing. Ed body pops. Sean is on his turntables. Still got it. Pete storms in. He grabs the record off the turntable. Don't scratch it. And throws it through the open window. That's the second album I ever bought. It's four in the fucking morning. It's Saturday. No, it's fucking Sunday, and I have to go into fucking work in four fucking hours because every other fucker in my fucking department is fucking ill. Can you see why I'm so fucking angry? Fuck yeah! Pete, I'm sorry, we're a bit pissed. We split up with Liz tonight. Well, just keep it down, okay? Pete heads for the door. As he does, Ed mutters. Prick. Sorry, what was that? Nothing. Pete launches at Ed, fist flying. Sean pulls them apart. Hey, come on! We're all friends here. He is not my friend! He is an idiot! What's that supposed to mean? It means maybe you should fuck off! You, li- you live like an animal? Go live in a shed, you thick fuck! Pete, leave him alone. Stop defending him! Why do you stick up for him all the time, Sean? All he does is hold you back. Or does it make your life easier having someone around who's more of a loser than you? What's that supposed to mean? You know what I mean. I presume it was Liz who did the dumping. Am I right? Sort your fucking life out, mate. 
Sean is utterly floored, and Ed interrupts. What's up with your hand, man? We reveal that Pete's hand is completely bandaged up. I got mugged on the way home. By who? I don't know. Some crackheads or something. One of them bit me. It's not fucking funny. Why do they bite you? I don't know. I didn't stop to ask them. Now I have a splitting headache and your stupid hip-hop isn't helping. And the front door is open again. It's not hip-hop. It's electro, prick. Shellshock Sean doesn't reply. Ed slumps on the sofa. Next time I see him, he's dead. Sean shuffles into the hall. He plays the answer phone. We hear Liz's message from earlier. As Sean stands in the background, or no, stands in the darkened kitchen and stares at a photo of him and Liz pinned to a things-to-do board. As Liz and Barbara's messages play, he scrawls something on the board, then drunkly slumps into a kitchen chair. Scene 32, merge scene 31. Sean wakes, groggy and hungover. He's still in the chair. His eyes focus on the things-to-do board. It reads, Go around, moms. Get Liz back. Sort life out. Ed is still slumped on the sofa. Want anything from the shop? Cornetto. Sean crosses the street. In the distance, we glimpse two figures shambling up the middle of the road. Nelson? No one is behind the counter. Sean grabs a strawberry Cornetto from the freezer and goes to the cooler. He opens the door, not noticing two smeared bloody handprints on the glass. Sean grabs a Coke, oblivious, slipping as he moves. I love this scene. This scene so is so good. goddamn good. Oh, the quick, the quickness, the edits, the subtlety. Yeah, it's I perfect. like. I honestly think that a lot of it is like because so much of it is just action writing, and I'm guessing that because Edgar Wright, like, it's all just so fast that it's yeah. all just kind of going in and out, just simultaneously. Like, because this, like, this paragraph where it's like no one's behind the counter. That's like it's taking us like 20 seconds, or no, like, uh, like 10 to 15 seconds to read it. That's probably like three seconds in the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Edgar Wright is like a master at it. He does it in quite a few movies, and it's phenomenal. Scott Pilgrim, Hot Fuzz, oh, yeah. Baby Driver. Yeah, it's especially Scott Pilgrim. Oh my god, Scott Pilgrim is one of my favorites. I love it. The editing is just yeah. so good, and that Baby Driver is probably my oh, yeah. favorite one. Dude, it's so good, but I always just... Like, yeah, everyone knows that go to the Winchester bit is one of the best mm-hmm. bits in the whole movie. It's edited great, and just the comedy lands so well. And it's mostly the physical stuff, but it's so good. But one of my yes. favorite shots is that Edgar Wright's ever done is from Last Night in Soho. And it's Anya mm-hmm. Taylor-Joy, Matt Smith, and I, uh, Thomas and McKenzie. Is that her name? Yes. Yes, it is. I think. Okay, yeah. And... They're just they choreographed it so like behind the camera, Ani Taylor Joy or yeah, Thomas and McKenzie, TV. while Matt Smith dancing with one, they would just wipe behind and then the other one would just come out. And it's oh, so so good. good. And it's like really difficult to pull off because there's like mirrors and shit. 
Like, Dude. Holy fuck, it's great. It's again, oh, yeah. massive. And it, it, like, it looks so simple, too, which is so great. Mm-hmm. Last Night in Soho, it's not my favorite Edgar Wright movie, but I still really love stuff in that movie. It, oh, one of so my favorites good. of that year is so good. Um, I love Edgar Wright. Yeah. I love him with all his movies. Great one from Simon Pegg here, too, as well. He uh, <laughs> co-wrote this. Where do we leave off? Uh, no one behind the counter. Yeah. No one behind the counter. Nelson? Okay. Moves. Yeah. Nelson? Sean goes to the counter. Seems Ollie Bear. Nelson, you got any papers? Sean shrugs. He puts some change onto the counter. I owe you 15 pence nels, all right? Sean leaves. In the security mirror, we see the body of Nelson slumped at the back of the store. Sean crosses the street again. One of the figures is close now, its arms outstretched. It wears a green coat and trails a dog lead in its hand. I'm just going to guess it means a dog leash. Yeah, yeah, probably. British. British. Sean fishes in his pockets without, <laughs> without really looking over. Hmm. Sorry, mate. No change. Sean goes inside. In the distance, we see, we can see the figure, Nelson, shamble out of the shop. Sean sits down and puts his feet on the coffee table. He cracks open his Coke and picks up a remote, flicking idly through the Sunday morning television. A reporter. Religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. There's... Panic on the streets of London from MTV The Smiths. Uh, another reporter has an increasing number of serious attacks on from a football show commentator from the news and, and a different porter reporter again. People who are literally being eaten alive. Wildlife show. Lions devour a gazelle. Witness reports are sketchy, but one unifying detail seems to be that the attackers in Many instances appear to be... I'm so sorry, I don't know why I was muted. A TV presenter. Dead excited to have with us here. Sean flips back to the previous channel. Curious. From the news, a harassed reporter... Accounts of multiple... Oh. Oh, sorry, I didn't know if I was supposed to read that or you. (laughs) That's, That's all right. Uh, accounts of multiple unidentified assailants. Sean leads. Uh, Sean leans forward to watch more closely. There's a girl in a garden. Sean turns. Ed is peering through the back window. What? In the garden. There's a girl. Sean joins Ed at the window. Standing at the very bottom of the garden is a girl with a back to them. Sean calls timidly to the girl. Hello? Excuse me. Ed picks up a lump of mud and throws it at the girl. Oi! The missile strikes her on the head and she turns slowly. We see her face. She's pale. 
grayish. Her eyes are lifeless and cloudy. Her hair is matted with something. Her checkout girl's uniform is dirty and torn. The image is horrific and unmistakable. Oh my god. She's so drunk. How much have you had, love? She lurches forward, her arms outstretched towards Sean. Ed and Sean step back, giggling. Ooh, she likes you. Up. I think she wants a cuddle. Keeps coming, mouth open, hissing. Sean backs up. Look, I've just come out of a relationship. He trips and falls. The girl is quickly on top of him. Ed, do something! Wait there. Ed runs back into the house. Ed! Two seconds! Sean gets a clear look at her eyes. Something's not right. Hold it there. Ed has come running back with a fun camera. Takes a snap. Get her off of me! Ed pushes the girl away. She stumbles, then comes back at them both. Ed gets his first good look. What's up with her eyes? What's up with her eyes? Sean jumps up and shouts at the girl. Now, ser oh, now seriously. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's my fault. I was like, I sometimes I get confused with like which lines are we supposed to like read again or like mm -hmm. when we're going off of each other. Yeah, it's all right. Now, seriously, I'm warning you. She keeps coming. Sean clocks her name badge. Mary, I'm going to have to get physical. I mean it. Keeps coming. Sean loses his patience. All right, this is it. Fuck off. Sean shoves Mary hard in the chest. She, she stumbles down the garden, falls backwards, and pells herself onto the rusty remains of a freestanding clothesline. The metal pole protrudes through her stomach. Blood oozes through her top. Sean puts his hands to his mouth. Ed bites his lip. She gets up. Sean is momentarily relieved before seeing the gaping hole in her stomach. Ed starts to whine on the fun camera, and Sean bats it out of his hands. I think we should go back inside. Okay. They turn to see a hulking man right behind him. His eyes dead also. There's massive injuries to his face and neck. Ed stands by the window. The curtains are drawn. What's going on, Sean? What's, what's going on? Sh Sean? Sean's on the phone, dialing fast. Shit, it's engaged. Sean's on the phone. Or no, sh uh, shit. What about an ambulance? It's busy, Ed. Fire engine? Ed, it's one number, and it's busy. You want a fire engine anyway? Anything with flashing lights, man? Still out there? Ed opens the curtains. Mary and the Hulk are still out there. They look at Ed, and he promptly shuts the curtains again. Yeah. What do you think we should do? Let's have a sit down. They sit on a sofa, upright, close to each other. 
they watch a tired and troubled newsreader on a TV. Behind them, through a hall, we see the front door move. Although it's... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, although it's been hard to establish, how could this have happened on such a wide scale and so rapidly? Behind them, the front door opens. Environmental health officials have refused to confirm that the phenomenon is the result of a virus. We see live footage of shambling figures in the street. I think this is the same thing. Behind them, a suited man wanders in. The home office are asking people to stay in their houses. Ensure your residents are secure with all windows and doors firmly locked. Sean and Ned turn to each other and look. <clears throat> Behind, the suited man lumbers into the lounge. His shoulder has been torn away, and he looks pale and hungry. Fuck! Avoid contact with these individuals. Sean and Ed jump off the sofa. The suited man lurches. Ugh. If you find your safety is compromised, it's important to remain calm. Sean and Ed panic. They back around the room, attempting to evade the suited man, who pursues them relentlessly. We're expecting information from the home office regarding the best way to, uh, neutralize the attackers. As they are seemingly impervious to conventional force. Suddenly, Ed grabs a heavy glass ashtray and brings it down hard on the suited man's head. Crack! He falls back. Lifeless skull split open. Sean and Ed start panting. I'm just going to shut this front door. Sean runs out into the hall. Ed goes over to the body. In the meantime, contact with these assailants is highly inadvisable. Sean rejoins Ed, who's staring at the body. Did you see his head go? Mary and the Hulk want in. Should get out there. Fisher suggest. No, we we should stay inside in extreme circumstances. Come on, we could take him. The attackers can be stopped. But the man said to stay indoors. Uh, I I repeat. Fuck the man. As long as we're in here and they're out there, we're safe. Smash! The back window goes. Mary and the Hulk pull the curtains down and reach through the broken glass. Removing the head or destroying the brain. Sean takes a deep breath. A whistle. Mary and the Hulk stop thumping and turn to see Ed and Sean standing determined, determinedly next to a cardboard box. Aim for the head. The boys hurled the contents of the box, a variety of kitchen implements, saucepans, etc. They bounce inefficiently off the, intru off the intruders. Within seconds, the arsenal is spent. Now what? Mary the Hulk? Wait. I think that's supposed to be an action line. Yeah, that's an action line. <laughs> okay. Oh. Now what? <laughs> Mary and the Hulk close in. Ed looks to the nearby shed. We'll have to get more stuff. What's in the shed? I don't know. It's locked. Why is it locked? 
Oh, it's always been locked. What are we gonna? Ed spies the discarded Crucial Electro album on the grass. Ed, no. Too late, Ed flings the record frisbee style. Smack. And catches the Hulk in the face, throwing his head back. Bam! Bam! Oh, shit. <laughs> it's alright. It's my fault. I keep. I don't know why I keep going. I mean, it's kind of funny, so. Yeah. The Hulk staggers back up. The record's sticking out of his face. A look of confusion between Sean and Ed. Sean unclips the lid on an expensive-looking record box. Now look, some of these are limited. Ed grabs a record and flings it, and it flies past Mary's head. What was that one? I think it was Blue Monday. Oh man, that was original pressing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Ed starts flicking through the records. Purple Rain? No. Sign of the Times? Definitely not. Oh, come on. The Batman soundtrack? Throw it. Ed flings disappointing prince. It lodges in Mary's thigh. Dire Straits? Throw it. Ed flings Deary AOR and it thuds into the Hulk's shoulder. Ooh, okay, the Stone Roses. No. Second Coming? I like it. Ed picks another record. Mary and the Hulk bear down. Say it? It's Liz's. She did dump you. Ed throws. It misses and shatters against the house. Oh, fuck this. I'm going to the shed. Sean walks towards the shed. Ed follows. I thought you said it was locked. It is. Blackness. The door splinters open. Sean crashes through. Ed steps in after him. They survey the contents. Sean and Ed emerge from the shed. Sean carries a cricket bat. Ed has a spade. Mary and the Hulk are right on top of them. There's no other option. Which one do you want? The girl or the bloke? The first one. Whack. The first blow is tentative and reluctant. Each strike gains confidence and force. Mary and the Hulk go down. Blows become frenzied and in perfect sync. Mary and the Hulk are finally dead. Ed, Sean and Ed stop, hyperventilating together. Their hands bloodied, their clothes splattered. Their, face, their faces shocked. A baptism of gore. Sean and Ed are back on a sofa. Sean has a mug, a tea, and a, sh and a shirt. Oh, sorry. Uh, Sean has a mug of tea in his shaken hand. Ed eats his Cornetto and points to Sean's shirt. You got right on you. Frazzle correspondent talks over the footage of a grayish man clawing at the glass of the observation room. Scientists have now confirmed that in all cases, people receiving bites have experienced headaches and nausea and developed symptoms similar to those displayed by their attackers. If you know someone who has been bitten, it is absolutely essential that you isolate them immediately. Sean and Ed look at each other. Sean and Ed stand. It's Sean and Ed stand at the foot of stairs looking up. Pete? Pete? 
Why don't we just go up? I'm not going up there. Why not? Because A, he might be one of them, and B, he might be really annoyed. Pete? Must have gone to work. How come he didn't drive? Probably got a lift. Said he wasn't feeling well. Pete? Oi, prick! Nothing. He's not in. Sean thinks. Ed gets out his cigarettes and offers one to Sean. <laughs> I've given up. Since when? Since. Just as Sean remembers, the phone rings. Wait, whoa. <laughs> deleted scene. 48 is now deleted? Oh. What? Okay. okay. He picks yeah. up. Liz? Sean? Mom. Oh. Just gonna call you actually. Is everything okay? Ed's ears prick up. He instinctively stubs out his cigarette. <laughs> yes. Are you sure? Well, some men tried to get into the house. Are they still there? I'm not sure. Shut the curtains. Did you try the police? Thought about it. Are you okay? Did they hurt you? No, I'm fine, I'm fine. Mom? Well, they were a bit bitey. The color drains from Sean's face. Oh my god, Mom. Have you been bitten? The color drains from Ed's face, too. No, but Philip has. Oh. Okay. okay. Has she been bitten? No, but Philip has. Oh, okay. What sort of say what sort of state is he in, Mom? Oh, he's fine. A bit under the weather. I see. What's the deal? We may have to kill my stepdad. Look, Mom, you're not safe there. Sit tight, we're on our way over. Oh, I don't want to cause a fuss. We're coming to get you, Barbara. Slam. A boot hits the coffee table. Ed laces. Sean paces. Oh, wait. Oh, here's the... All right. So, we got to the scene. All right. All right. I kind of figure out what's the plan. Do you want to yeah, do it or I... do you want me to? Um... I, mean, I guess you can do it if you want. But I think okay. we left off at the enter the lounge. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. The scene from Shaun of the Dead. So, what's the plan? Don't take a deep right. breath. Cue montage. We take Pete's car. We drive over to Mum's. We go in. Take the Mum. So, take care of Philip. So sorry. Take take Mum to Mum's place. Have a cup of tea. Until all flows over. To blow over. Why have we got to go to Lizzie's? Because Why we gotta do. go to Liz's? She Liz's dumped you. She dumped you. I have to know if she's alright. Make sure she's Why? okay. Because I love her. I love her. Sean surprises himself. A pause. Alright, gay. I'm not staying there though. Why not? If we hold up, I wanna be somewhere familiar. I wanna know where the exits are. And I wanna be allowed to smoke. Allowed to smoke. Okay. Back to montage. Take these cards. Go, go in. 
Deal with Philip. Sorry, Philip. Grab Mum. Go to Liz's. Pick her up. Bring her back here. I love, have a cup I of love tea, this scene so much. It's so funny. Perfect. Perfect. No, 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 no. Wait, we no, can't no. bring her back here. Why not? Well, it's not exactly safe, is it? Mm, yeah. The state of it. Mm. There's a corpse Where's in the living Where's familiar? Oh, that line's cut. Where can I smoke? Sean and Ed look at each other. Cue montage. Take calm. Go to um, do fill up. Sorry. Grab Liz. Go to the Winchester. Have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. Oh, it says in a week. It's audible over and only sensible a slice of and safe gold. place. Yeah, boy. Uh, the Winchester. Yeah, boy. That's one of the best yeah boys of all time. Oh. Sean flicks off the TV. And that is the scene. It's a very good scene. Oh. If you guys haven't seen Shaun of Dead, please go watch it. It is phenomenal. It's so funny. We're, we're looking at the differences between the script and the film. It's There's very few differences, but it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. All right. So, at the front door, moments later, a curtain is pulled back. We see Pete's Nolton McCain. Renault McCain. Oh. Okay, big words there. British words. Sorry, what page, what page are we on now? Uh, 54. We're after this. Okay, cool. End of 54. Okay, there we go. All right. All right. I see a man is right outside. Got it? Oh, yeah. It took me way too long to find the line. Okay. No, that's all right. Sean's at the front door. Ed is psyching up. They both have their respective weapons. A spade and a cricket bat. What's the zombie situation? Don't say that. What? That. What? C-word. Why not? Because it's ridiculous. Okay. Are there any out there? Sean looks out. The streets seem empty. No, but maybe it's not as bad as all of that. Oh, no, there they are. Sean points. We reframe a fraction to see lots of zombies. Right, let's do it. I just have to do a wee first. Sean skips to the loo. Ed calls after. Can I drive? What? I always wanted to drive Pete's car. I might not get another chance. Sean shrugs and throws out the keys. A zip is fastened. A toilet flushed. Hand washed. Sean stares at his reflection in the open door of the bathroom cabinet. He shuts it and the reflection behind him nothing he turns to see pete standing naked in the shower his face is contorted with pain he 
His blank, milky eyes fixed on a shocked Sean. Pete! Hi. Zombie Pete reaches out, his hand black and gangrenous. Listen, man, we're just going to borrow your car, but we'll bring it back. Terrified, Sean backs out. Zombie Pete slowly follows. If you feel better later, we're going to the pub. You're more welcome to join us. Sean slams the bathroom door and runs off downstairs. Angle on the handle. It turns. Shocked Sean rejoins Ed. Who is jangling the car keys? He'd be so pissed off if we knew I was driving his car, wouldn't he? I don't think so. Sean walks briskly to the car. Ed tags behind. Sean! Oh, no, wait. That's yours. <laughs> Sean, which button is the central locking? Bang! A football hits Sean in the head. He turns to see the bored kid, now dead. Standing on the pavement nearby, Ed panics and presses any button. The Megan's alarm goes off. Cock it! The nearby zombies turn slowly. The dead kid approaches. Ed pushes another button. The alarm stops and the locks flip up. Sean and Ed dive into the car. Ed turns the key. The lights come on. The dead kid paws the bonnet. The wipers activate. The zombies lurch closer. The indicators flash. A zombie Nelson approaches. Hand outstretched. The engine roars to life. The front door bursts open. A naked Pete staggers out of the house. Ha! Drive! Ed drives fast through suburban streets. The radio is on. Radio newspaper, uh, radio newspaper, or no, radio radio newsreader, the Church of England has now joined extremist groups proclaiming the crisis as. Sean looks out the window to see a father bundling his crying kids into a family car. An abandoned ambulance with a squirming body bag on a gurney. Zombies dotted around the streets and parks. Evidence of a coming apocalypse. Once again, bodies of the... Wait. Sorry, I'm going to try that again. Evidence of a coming apocalypse. Once again, bodies of the recently dead. Can we put something else on? Ed whips out a cassette and puts it in the player. Hardhouse booms. He grins at Sean. Whop! Something flies off the bonnet. Up and over the car. Bounces across the road behind. Ed slams on the brakes. We hit something. Or someone. Ed leans on the horn, making them both jump. Ed backs the car up level with the crumpled body. Sean winds down the window and calls over. Are you alright? Come on, let's just go. Hello? They'll be dead either way. That's not the point, Ed. Racking sound. They turn to see the broken body lifting its head, revealing a grizzled zombie. It hisses. Oh, thank God for that. The irony irony of this hits Sean as Ed hits the gas. Sean and Ed pull up outside Barbara and Phillips. The only other car in the street is a gleaming Jaeger XJ6. Or no, 
Jaguar. Jaguar. I don't know why I read this Jaeger. Jaguar XJ6 sitting in the driveway. Ed whistles. Didn't tell me Barbara had a Jag. I just wanted to drive one of those. It's Phillips, and he won't let me anywhere near it. I left half a Mars bars in the glove box once. He uh, he chased me around the garden with a piece of wood. Fuck. It's gorgeous. Sean looks around. The street is strangely quiet. Come on, it seems clear enough. Why did I stay here? What? Why? Someone should stay with the car. Keep watch. If there's any problems, I'll honk three times. Okay. Uncertain. Sean runs up the path. Ed calls after him. Don't forget to kill Philip. Hello, Pickle. Hey, Mom. You got red on you. Barbara gets a tissue from her sleeve, licks it, and dabs his cheek clean. Sean looks warily into the house. You all right? Yes, I'm fine. Where's Philip? Dad's in a lounge. He's not my dad. Oh, Sean, really? Sorry, Mom. Listen, Ed's outside. We're getting you out of here. But we gotta wait for the doctor. I don't know if the doctor's coming. Well, I'm not sure Philip's gonna want to leave the house, darling. Philip's not. Uh, Philip's not. Uh, why don't you pop the ke- wait? Why don't you pop the kettle on? I'll take care of Philip. Okay. Are you hungry? Not really. I'll make some sandwiches. Okay. No fighting, you two. The door creaks open. A gray-looking Philip is sat in an armchair. He is inert, wrapped in a blanket and facing the television, which plays religious programming. His eyes are closed. Sean approaches him, mind racing. He raises the cricket bat above his head as organ music on the TV swells. I'm so sorry, Philip. Why? Sean yelps, hiding the bat behind him. What have you done now? None. What have you got there? Flowers, I hope. No, it's a uh, cricket bat. Oh. Sean yelps again as Barbara appears and takes the bat. Is that for the jumble, Sean? The whole box of your toys upstairs. Just go and give them to the jumble. I took them all to the tip, Barbara. Oh, what? Sean's come to take us somewhere. Don't be silly. I'm not going anywhere. Well, maybe you should stay here and wait for the doctor. I'll take Mom. You said the doctor wasn't coming. You didn't call the doctor, did you? I just thought it was best to be safe. I'm quite all right, Barbara. I've run it. I've run under a cold tap, and we've and we had our jabs when we went to the Isle of Wight. What the hell is that? <laughs> I'm not too sure. Edgar Wright, you know, comment in the chat, bro. 
But Philip. It's all a lot of overblown nonsense. Just a bunch of drug nuts running wild. Still, should get mom away. In case they come back. I'm not going anywhere without Philip. Mom? Listen. Did you make that tea? Barbara makes tea. Sean is agitated. Mom? Hmm. How much do you love Philip? Two sugars, is it? I haven't had any sugar in my tea since 1982. Will you cut me some bread, love? Sean cuts bread with a fearsome-looking bread knife. Mom, how much do you love Philip? Oh, for goodness sake, Sean. Must we go through this again? I'm sorry, but what would you think if I told you that he has, over the years, been quite unkind to me? Weren't the easiest person to live with. Mom, he chased me with a piece of wood. Well, you did call him a you-know-what. Did he tell you that? Yes, he did. Motherfucker. Sean! Sorry, mother... Mom, did you know that on several occasions he touched me? Barbara flashed Sean a look. Sorry, that, that's just not true. Uh, look, Mom, you don't understand. Barbara stops what she's doing. She turns to Sean. No, you don't understand. Philip is my husband and has been for 17 years. I know you haven't always seen eye to eye, but I would at least expect you to respect my feelings. You have to be more adult about these things. Yes, come on, Sean. Philip has stood at the kitchen door, his arm in a sling. He looks weak, but he still towers over Sean. Comes a time when you've just got to be a man. Sean glances down at the knife in his hand, then back at Philip. His grip around the handle tightens. Sean drags his cricket bat like a stroppy teenager as he leads Barbara and Philip up the path. There's still no zombies around. Told you this was a fuss over nothing. Ed stands at the end of the garden, hands in his pockets. <clears throat> Hello, Edward. My, you've grown. Better believe it. Ed nods to Philip and whispers to Sean. What happened? Why is he coming? It wasn't as easy as all that. Ed touts at Sean. Philip stands by the jag. So, we're following you, are we? I think it's best if we go in the... Where's the car? Ed looks sheepishly off. We follow his gaze to see the Reynolds Megane wrapped around a lamppost. A write-off. I pranched it. You were parked! Yeah. Guess we'll have to take the jag. Sean takes a deep breath and turns to Philip. Um, Philip? What? The zombie appears right behind Philip. We recognize him as one of the day's young clubbers from earlier. Look out! 
Too late, the zombie grabs Philip and takes a huge bite out of his shoulder. Christ! Ron sprints over and kicks the zombie clear. Philip falls. Another club not another clubber zombie approaches, complete with whistle. Philip, give me the car keys. You're not driving that car. Philip. Sean spins and deftly smashes the second zombie in the face, knocking the whistle down his throat. Give me the car keys. Philip gives them to Sean, who throws them to Ed. Ed, get Mom in the car. I'm on it. Ed catches the keys and looks at them. He smiles for a moment before ushering Barbara in. Sean pulls Philip off the ground. His neck gushes blood. Don't worry about me. Worry about your mother. Slam. Sean jumps in the back with Philip. Barbara's up front with Ed, who's admiring the Jag's interior. Maybe I should drive. I've adjusted the seat now. Go on, then. Just be careful. He's drowned up by Ed's hardhouse tape, and they scream off. London whizzes by. We catch glimpses. We wa We catch whispers of accidents. A car driving erratically with a baby carriage on a roof. We see zombies beating down the doors of houses. A huddle of zombie kids are gathered around a body next to an abandoned ice cream van. Sean attempts to bandage the profusely bleeding Philip with his jacket. The hard house blares from his stereo. Can we please turn that noise down? Barbara, who's offering a handful of tissues. Are you alright, dear? Would you like a tissue? I'd be fine if it wasn't for that bloody racket. It is a little loud. Ed turns it down immediately for her. Sorry, Barbara. You realize it's a 30 mile an hour zone. Oh, yeah. Ed winks at Barbara and speeds recklessly onward. The jag screeches to a halt. Everyone is thrown forward. A now heavily bandaged Philip groans, or no, moans in pain. Here. The forecourt is dotted with a few zombies who lurch over. Mom, this won't take a second. Sean tries the door. It won't open. He turns to Philip. Still got the chow locks on? Safety first, Sean. Sean winds down the window and squirms out. Ed, stay moving. Any problems? Yeah, yeah, do the honks. Ed cruises off around the forecourt. Sean heads for the door. Three zombies block his path. He knocks them down. Buzz. Sean slams the bell behind him. The floored zombies quietly pick themselves up and advance again. Hello? Before Sean can answer, honk, honk, honk. Ed beeps from the jag. Sean turns. The zombies are right on top of him. Oh, wait, that's not in. That's not in the film. Oh. Yeah, he just leaves right away. <laughs> A worried David and Diane huddle around the entry phone, which buzzes with sounds of pitch battle. Liz emerges from her room and joins them. There is a noise at the window. It's Sean at the glass. Guys, let me in, please. What are you doing? 
I've come to get you. You're bleeding. It's okay. It's not mine. This opens the window. Sean tumbles in, bat in hand. Liz looks at him, halfway between angry and impressed. Sorry, what are you doing? Sean stands and catches his breath. I've come to take you somewhere safe. What do you mean safe? Perfectly safe until you turned up. You don't know that. There were only two of them outside a minute ago. Now, how many are here? Lots. Lots. Believe me, it only takes one of them to know you're in here, Liz. Uh, Liz, I tried calling you, but I couldn't get through. I had to come up with a plan. Oh, you made a plan? I don't care what the telly says. We have to get out of here. If we stay, they will break down the door. They will come up here, and they will tear us to pieces. And that's really going to exacerbate matters for all of us. Ooh. Listen to me. Please, you have to trust me. I've been out there. I've seen what's happening. They're not just going to give up and go away. They'll keep coming. Sean. This isn't about you and me, Liz. It's about survival. We need to be somewhere more secure. Somewhere on the ground. Somewhere we can survive. Liz's reluctance seems to waver. We're with you, Sean. What? 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 We're with you. I'm not going out there. So tight as that national dabs, I don't want it to be torn to pieces, and I'm sure if you really think about it, neither do you. I'm not going to Lizzie's and going. Where's she going? I'm not staying here on my own. You're, you're, you're going, aren't you, Elizabeth? Lizzie? Liz? All eyes are on an. An uncertain Liz. From the outside, we hear a building chorus of moans. Liz takes a deep breath. All right, Flash. What do you have in mind? Right. Uh, I've got a car outside, but it's going to be a bit cramped. So have either of you got transport? Yes, yes. Good. Where? Oh, no. I passed my test. David? I don't think there's any point in owning a car in London. That's fair enough. Okay, then. Let's just gather any blunt objects. If you get cornered, bash them in the head. That seems to work. Just keep together. Stay sharp and follow me. What's the plan, then? Sean flips up his cricket bat and gathers himself. We're going to the Winchester. Close on the incredulous face of Liz, Die, and David. Close on a terrified close close on the terrified faces of Liz, Die, and David, as they clumsily battle the zombies on their doorsteps. Liz wields a hockey stick. David an umbrella. Diane a piece of driftwood. Sean guides them through the crowd <laughs> with his cricket bat. <laughs> Where's the car? Okay, I'll take this. Yeah, you do that. I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> okay. 
Honk the Jag pulls up. Nagi and her roots weaver zombie flying. Sup, niggas? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know why I said I didn't want to. It's more like I can't <laughs> and also I don't want to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone stops momentarily and looks at Ed before breaking into a run for the Jag. Liz squeezes into the front. Sean, David, and Di pile in the back. Sean is jammed next to Philip, who looks even worse. Zombies and Roach on the car. Apologies for the crappy conditions. Di, you sit on David's lap if you can. Philip, hang in there. Ed, fast as you can, okay? And Mom, this is Liz. Liz, Mom. Hello. Hello. Ed hits the gas. The engine roars. The Jag is unbearably cramped. Ed drives fast, flying over speed bumps. The hard house is back on the stereo. Philip moans weakly, sorry. Sean. I know, I know. Be careful, will you, Ed? Is your dad all right? Not my dad. He's bleeding. I know. Ed, you please be careful. I thought you wanted to get there fast. Ed swerves slightly. A zombie glances off the bonnet. Oof. I'm gonna get there in one piece. Why are we going this way? Chill out. It's a shortcut. But the other road goes straight to the Winchester. Sean. Sean ejects the tape with a huff. I still don't actually still understand what... Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. You know, you're good. Um, I still don't actually understand why we're going to the Winchester. John looks at Liz. They keep eye contact. It's a pub. It's safe. It's secure. They know it's there. What makes it so secure? It's got heavy doors. It's got deadbolts. You've been to a lock-in. Several. Whoa. Thank you for the follow, Allie. There's a rifle above the bar. I would think that's deactivated. Surely. It's not. I'm telling you. John's connected. Big Al says so. Big Al also says dogs can't look up. They can't! Can't they? No, they can't. Of course they can. Are you sure? Look, the pub's the right place to go. Everything's gonna be fine. Promise? Hearing the P word... Liz, David, and Die frown at Sean. Hog, Jake, be like, okay. <laughs> Damn. Allie's on a jail. Sean. Fuck you. I don't have my camera on, but fuck. No, I don't know. <laughs> Sean. Wait, is it my turn or yours? It's your turn. Oh, shit. What line? Uh, I turned it off. All right. Okay. It's not oh, easy. What? Philip's fading. He tugs on Sean's arm and whispers. Being their father, Sean. It's not easy. Sean is taken aback. What? You were 12 when I met you. You'd already grown up so much. 
Yeah, well, I wasn't the easiest person to live with. I just wanted you to be strong, not give up because you lost your dad. Philip, you don't have to explain. I do. I've always loved you, Sean. Always thought you had it in to do. Er, shit, my bad. Um, I do. I've always loved you, Sean. Always thought you had it in you to do well. You just need motivation. Somebody to prove yourself to. I thought that could be me. Sean nods, eyes wide. Huge effort. Philip puts his hand on Sean's shoulder. Take care of your mom. There's, there's a good boy. Philip slips away. Sean close, closes his dead stepdad's eyes. Ed, could you pull over? Two seconds. Ed swerves again. Another zombie bounces off the jag. Sweet chin music. Ed, will you just pull over, please? What for? Ed, just pull over. Ed slams on the brakes. Everyone is thrown violently around the interior as the car turns 180 and screams to a stop. Passengers sit in shocked silence. Ed whoops. Christ, what the hell are you doing? Chill out, everyone's alright. Furious, Sean punches the back of Ed's headrest. Stop telling me to chill out! Ed huffs in silky protest, or sulky protest. Sean gathers himself. And no, everyone is not alright. What's wrong? Uh, well, Mom? What's wrong, Pickle? Mom, it's Philip. He's gone. Where's he gone? Mommy's dead. No, he's not. Sean looks at Philip, who stares back milky eyed, undead. <sighs> Shit. A scramble for the doors. Philip's zombie claws hungrily at Sean. Barbara, Liz, and Ed pile out. Ed accidentally knees the hardhouse tape back into the stereo. It blares again. David and Di struggle to get out. It won't open! It won't open! Ed, the child locks! Ed slopes towards the door, but Liz quickly steps in before, before him to open it. David and Di fall out, followed by Sean. He turns to see Philip lunge at him. Sean slams the car door. Safety first, Philip. Sean swings around and, glow and glowers at Ed. He glowers right back. Now what? The gang are out in the open. Hardhouse draws the attention of several nearby zombies who begin to close in. We have to keep moving. But how do we get Phil about the car? We haven't got time. What about the blunt objects? Do you want to get them? Ed nods to the slaver and Philip. Barbara looks on in shock. Sean, we can't just leave your dad. He's not my dad. Oh, Sean. Sean grabs a shaken Barbara by the shoulders, 
Behind, we see Zombie Philip lunging forward into the front seat. He, or wait, what? Oh, I read that wrong. Um, he's not, Mom. He's not. He, he was, but he's not anymore. I'm sorry, but if we just... That's not even your husband. I know it looks like him, but believe me, there is nothing of the man you loved in that car now. Nothing. Behind, we see Zombie Philip reach forward and switch the hard house off. He sits back and looks almost peaceful. You're not my dad. <laughs> Let's go, shall we? I'm not seriously suggesting we walk, are you? Sean walks briskly along a high-fenced back alley. Everyone back there okay? Everyone okay back there? Yeah, we're having a whale of a time. See the gang tagging along behind them. Liz, David, and Di, followed by Dave's Barbara. Ed skulks to the back, smoking. Maybe we should all hold hands, you know, make a crocodile. You have any idea where you're going? David! Sorry, Lizzie. Do you, though? Totally, totally. Are we close? Sean peers through the fence, slats, into a nearby garden. The mullet-haired mullet 50-something from the pub lies dead on the grouse surrounded by ravenous huddle of female zombies. Pretty close. Lizzie looks back to Clay's Barbara, concerned. Is your mom going to be okay? I hope so. You managed to contact your folks? They're in Antigua. They're in Antigua. What? I don't even know I, what that I is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> British. Do you think it's happening there? I hope not. Look, Liz. About last night, I know a lot of things were said. I just wanted to you didn't know that. Sean, you said this wasn't about you and me. It's not. I just wanted to. You said it was about survival. It is. You're not doing this. You're not doing all this just to prove something, are you? No. Because I meant everything I said last night. Nothing's changed. Scream in a distance is answered by a chorus of distant and not so distant moans which seemed to surround him. Maybe this isn't the best time to talk about it. I know, I know, I just... Bang! Sean walks right into... Oh my god, Sean! Yvonne? Yvonne is heading in the opposite direction with an uncannily similar bunch of friends and family. This is where Martin uh, Freeman is. Okay, yeah, he's in the line. Okay, that's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. I... I guess I just never realized that before for some mm -hmm. reason. How you doing? Uh, surviving. Hey, Liz. Long time no see. Hey, Yvonne. Have you seen you since? Yvonne replies with her dance again and turns to her party. Sorry, this is my boyfriend, Declan. That's my dad. My friends, Mark and Maggie. My cousin, Tom. Everyone mumbles a respective. Hello. Is cousin Tom Martin Freeman? No, I think the boyfriend Declan is. 
I think he's like the okay. second person there. Yeah. Okay. Say after the hello. Uh, this is Sean and his girlfriend Liz. They've broken up. Oh, really? Yeah. Sean looks at the ground. Yvonne looks awkward. That's a shame. Well, we should scoop. Uh, have you got somewhere you're going? Yeah, we're going to the Winchester. The pub? Yeah. Right. Well, good luck. You too. Yvonne and, Shog, uh, yeah, Yvonne and Sean hug. This time, it's real and affectionate. The two groups move their separate ways. There's a weird poignancy to this passing before Yvonne calls out. Sean? Yvonne points in a completely different direction. Isn't the Winchester that way? Crash. A gate is kicked open. What'd I tell you? Bob, just over there. We see the Winchester sign in the distance. Just over there? What about the 20 guarded fences? We crane down to reveal a line of back gardens. Sean steps forward and peers into the next garden. What's the matter, David? Ever taken a shortcut? Oh, I love this part. Oh, God. Yeah, and it just falls. It's so good. Mm. Sean attempts to vault the fence in a super cool fashion. However, it breaks under his weight, and an, and an entire section of the fence falls flat. Sean quickly gets up and beckons the others to follow. Barbara dawdles behind in a dazed fashion. I believe they do it in all three Cornetto movies. In uh, Hot Fuzz, um, Simon Pegg jumps it easily. <laughs> Nick Frost can't jump it. <laughs> he breaks it. In oh. World's yeah, End... I completely And in World's End, uh, Simon Pegg tries to jump it. He immediately just goes through it. It falls. Jesus. Oh, that's that's hilarious. Um, I'm sure Jill and Derek live right here. You said the sunburn? (laughs) The sunburn kicked in. Oh, no. All right, sorry. Go ahead again. Uh, I'm sure Jill and Derek live around here. The gang move commando style from garden to garden. Of course, in reality, we are trespassing. Am I right, Lizzie? Liz doesn't answer. She's distracted by evidence of other lives affected by the crisis. A dog sitting next to a dead body. The twitching silhouette of a hanged man. A zombie in pajamas clawing at patio doors. They reach a family garden, complete with outdoor games. Right. Uh, everyone just stay where they... Hang on. Why are we... Wait, are we all here? Die does a quick heck out. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. There's six of us. Uh, yell from next door. Mom! John jumps onto the trampoline and vaults the fence at lightning speed. <laughs> and Lance finds Barbara sprawled on the glass. He helps her glass. to her feet. Mom, are you okay? 
I don't think Jill and Derek do live here. Sean looks to the house. The patio door is now open. Sean, are you okay? Crash. Sean tumbles through the fence, struggling with the pajama zombie. Oi. Liz and Diane sweep into action. David panics. Ed slopes around for a weapon. But Liz is already brandishing a kid's chair. Ed shrugs and backs off. Break it up! Liz whacks a pajama zombie, breaking the chair over his head. Sean gets to his feet and turns to see David standing around and Ed texting someone. Sean can't believe it. Sean! Diane pulls a swing ball out of the ground and throws it to Sean. He looks at it, unsure what to do. Liz demonstrates a stabbing move. Sean flips up the sharp end of a swing ball pole and drives it through the pajama zombie's chest, pinning him to a tree. Breathless, he spins around to David and Ed. Oh yeah, he tried to hit him with the ball. I don't know why. Dude. It's stupid. So stupid. Feel free to step in any time. You seem to be doing alright. I don't want to crap your style. Incredulous, Sean shakes his head. He walks over to a child slide by the fence. Right. So sorry about that. Everyone, just stay where they are. I'll check to see if the coast is clear. Sean climbs up and then climbs down. The clear? No. How many? Lots. We crane up over the fence and reveal a hundred walking dead. <laughs> the walking dead. Between them oh! and the pub. The gang peer through the gaps. Oh, well, that's just great. There are a fair few of them. Oh, uh, Sean stands a little way off, looking despondent. I trust Sean has another genius scheme up his sleeve. This is hardly constructive, David. No, Lizzie, this is a waste of time. We should stay at the flat. Why didn't you? Because. Because what? Because of Captain Wow. Will you stop? We're not going anywhere. We're not going to get anywhere by moaning. Uh... I'll turn to the pajama zombie. It's alive, but stuck on a swing pole, swing ball pole. The ball too big for the hole made. By the shaft. It moans, frustrated. Diane has an idea. The gang stands studying the captive pajama zombie. Right. Shake it out. Shake out. Get nice and limber. Have another look at the way he moves. Remember, it's remember, it's very limp, almost like sleepwalking. Look at the face, vacant with a hint of sadness. Like a drunk who's lost a bet. And the voice. It's a, a lot of rumble with a neutral A. Okay, everyone, let's have a look, shall we? They all do their zombie impressions. Liz gives a good moan. Nice. Good vocal work, Liz. Barbara is glazed over. Barbara, that's excellent. I'm sorry, dear. I was miles away. Staffs? Diane moves on. David gives a lackluster performance. 
Oh, come on. I feel silly. Try to make yourself very loose. David tries again. It's exactly the same. Mournful, sorrowful. You're dead and you hate it. David tries again. It's still the same. Better, Ed. I'll do it on the night. This is the night. Ed makes a sarcastic zombie noise. Sean tuts. Uh, well, what about yours? What? Who died and made you king of the zombies? Sean flashes him and admonishing look, then proceeds to do a pretty good zombie impression. Ed has to concede. Pretty good. Um, uh, okay, now let's try it all together. One, two, three. Uh... All doing their zombie impressions, the gang slowly move towards the pub. They're surrounded by legions of genuine zombies who seem to be falling for it, despite only Sean, Liz, and Diane putting in any effort. David is stiff with fear. Ed isn't trying, and Barbara is just glazed. They reach the pub door and surreptitiously. Oh my god, I'm stupid. Sorry. Bang on it. <laughs> it's locked. The gang speaking whispers between their fake moans. Get around me. The gang's around Sean. He kneels at the letterbox. Hey, letterbox. John? Bernie? Are you there? John? John! Bernie! The nearby zombies are faintly suspicious. It's Sean, Sean and Ed, we Ed. come in all the time. It's not working. Do the quiz. They can hear you. No, QWA? Quizzers with attitude? Oh. They know. <laughs> I never. I don't know why I never got that joke before until now. <laughs> Stay in, stay, stay in character, Daphs. I guess I didn't even remember that joke. I can't <laughs> see them. Or zombies cutting on to the gang's noise. Liz looks over to Barbara, who is now rifling around her handbag. Is everything okay, Barbara? Mm, sure, I had some more tissues in here. Sean, we have to get inside. Break the window. Don't be so stupid. We'll be totally exposed. We are totally exposed. Break the window. Is there any other way in, Sean? There's a... A Halloween ringtone. Sean glares furiously at Ed, almost daring him to answer it. He does, holding up a hand. Two seconds. Hey, Ebo. Can't talk now. No, I ain't got enough. I ain't got enough. Got the... No, I'm right in the middle of something. Yeah, we're in it. Sean smacks the mobile from Ed's hand. It skitters away. What are you doing? What am I doing? What are you doing, you stupid moron? Fuck off. No, you fuck off. Fuck fucking off. 
Sean smacks Ed harder with each successive fuck. Sean. I spent a lifetime sticking my neck out for you, you idiot, and all you ever do is fuck things up. Fuck things up and make me look stupid. Well, not going to let you do it today. Not today. Ed is for once speechless. Liz taps Sean on the shoulder. Sean? Sean turns to see every single zombie looking at them. You were saying about another way in? Oh. Uh, yeah, there's a... Clatter! David has tipped over the nearby bin, spilling the contents across the floor. He lifts it above his head. What are you... What are you doing? He launches the doing? bin. Launches the bin at the pub window, smashes it wide open. Get inside. Get inside. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> sorry, you keep doing it. It's the running bit. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they'll follow us. What? They'll follow us. Keep up the act. I'm going to have to do something. What do you mean, do something? Sean makes a big decision. He runs over to a picnic table. Oi! Every single zombie turns their attention to Sean. Wait till I've gone, then get inside. Gone where? Gone where? I won't be long. I won't be gone long. I promise. Sean looks at Ed, who looks back, concerned. A moment of silent understanding. Sean jumps down right into the thick of the uh, of the approaching hordes and sprints off, yelling and waving his arms, drawing all the zombies away. He disappears out of sight, and the gang are all shocked by this, particularly Ed. Shall we go in, then? As the gang move towards the pub, Barbara picks up the bunch of flowers from the strewn rubbish and looks at the card. Come on, Barbara, leave him. You there? Yeah. Oh, you hear me? I said, come on, Barbara, leave him. Oh, I guess your mic cut out for like 15 uh, seconds. Oh, my bad. Sorry. That's yeah, all good. Uh, but they're for me. As Liz helps Barbara through the window, a single zombie, dead Irish spinster, turns to see them disappear inside. Camera pans 360 around the pub lounge. It's deserted, lit only by fading shafts of daylight. The curtains have been drawn over the broken window and billow ominously. We find Liz and Diane sitting silently with Barbara, staring at the opening. Ed stands forlorn, er, forlornly at, at by the fruit machine. David paces. Shall be gone long? No, Barbara. Been a good 20 minutes since he went. 17. Either way, we should think about blocking up the window. We're totally exposed. How will Sean get back in? I'm sure he'll knock. Nobody moves. We can hear distant moans outside. Oh, for goodness sakes, let's at least get some lights on. Oh, shit. Oh, this David. Year, this year, sorry. Oh, yeah. I bad. got confused. Um, I was about to read it. <laughs> David, wait. 
David goes ahead, flips the switches. Nothing happens. Power's off. That's a good thing. We don't want to advertise our whereabouts more than we already have. Oh, of course not. Do we, David? No, of course not, Lizzie. I'm just trying to be proactive. We have to face some facts here. The power and phones are off, there's no sign of the owners, and there's a bloody great hole in the window. You did that, you twat. Someone had to make a decision. I don't know if you noticed, but we're in a spot of bother back there. Somebody needs to take control of the situation, and if no one else is prepared to take on that responsibility, then perhaps I should. Nobody speaks. Again, we hear the distant moans. Will Sean be gone long? He'll be back soon. How can you know that? How do we know he's even coming back? I don't think he'd leave us, Daphs. Wouldn't he? Lizzie, are you really going to put your faith in a man who last night you spectacularly binned for, among other things, being completely unreliable? A man whose idea of a romantic night spot and an impenetrable fortress are in the same are the same thing. A pub. We are in a pub. What the fuck are we going to do? I used the wrong word. <laughs> it's alright. Better. Although David's a fucking bitch. I hate him. I could get around in. Will Sean be gone long? Look, let's just keep quiet and wait for Sean. We can barricade the window when he gets back. Okay, then what? How long are we going to be in here? Hours? Weeks? What about food? What are we going to eat? Toasties? Yeah, there's a Breville out back. Phew, that's okay then. Oh wait, there's no power! Sh shut up! We've got plenty of bar snacks. Well, as long as we got nibbles, we're saved. That must be why Sean dragged us here. Drag us here and buggered off. He's coming back. Why? Because he promised? Even if he does come back, do you really think his master plan will extend to anything more than sitting in the dark eating peanuts? Gonna stroll in here, make everything okay. See? He's... I don't know, David! I don't know any more than you do. What I do know is that we're here now, and we have to make the best of it. Ed, get me in a double vodka. Right you are. I'll have one too, actually. Uh, would you like a drink, Barbara? Hello. Yeah, fuck it. Let's all get blattered, shall we? Great idea. Why don't we have some nibbles while we're at it? David flounces behind the bar and rifles through the boxes of snacks before petulantly throwing them out to the lounge. We got mini cheddars. David. We got twiglets. Dave Daffs. We've got hog lumps. Hand snatches them from midair. A perfect catch. Pickle? Hello, Mom. Sean is back, striding in from behind the bar. There's shock and delight from all but David. Sean strolls over to Liz. Everything okay? Sean pops a pork scratching into his mouth. I gotta ask Connor what that is. <laughs> Any sign of John and Bernie? 
We haven't seen him. Check upstairs. Sean goes to the back corridor and tries a door marked private. He forces it a little. Oh, what? Sorry, it's always oh, a sunny joke. I, oh, dude, I got it immediately. I was like, it took me a second. I was like, wait. And I was like, oh, Charlie Day. All right, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> pirate. Yeah. Sean goes to the back corridor and tries the door marked pirate. He forces mm-hmm. it a little, but it won't open. Take it down. Probably use him, turn him to the side. Use him the battering ram. <laughs> I think it's locked. What's the phone situation? Dead. Same as power. Sean nods and takes stock. He offers Liz the scratchings. Nice of you to join us. Promised, didn't I? Ava steps in. How did you lose them? I just gave them the slip. Was it too difficult? They're not all that. Sean casually leans back against the bar. So you haven't been bitten then? Do I look like I've been bitten? David eyes Sean's bloodstained shirt suspiciously. Yes. Look, this is all from earlier, and this is from Philip. And what's that? Pen. How'd you get in? There's a back door. Through the yard. I tried to tell you before you went and smashed the window. What stopped you? You went and smashed the window. I wasn't the one blowing our cover by having a tiff with my boyfriend. It's not my boyfriend. A freshly pulled pint slides down the bar into Sean's hand. Might be a bit warm. Cool is off. Thanks, babe. Sean takes a log swig. Everyone looks at him unexpectedly. So what's the plan, then? The time cuts to later in the evening. Anyone want a peanut? The gang sit in the dark in their opening scene positions at their usual table. Barbara's huddled nearby, empty glasses uh, and, main t- and mountain of empty snack packets on the table. Chairs and tables are stacked against the doors and windows. The general mood has soured. David looks at Sean smugly. How about another drink? Nobody does. Sean looks to the pool table. How about pool? Again, no response. Probably a bit noisy with the uh, ball release. Sean fiddles with his beer mat. Ed, why don't you do your Clyde? Nah. Have you ever seen Every Which Way by Luz? It does the most amazing impression. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Come on, do it. No. But it's brilliant. You've built it up too much now. Go on, it's funny. Yeah, come on, Ed. Let's see it. Yeah, come on. I'm not a performing monkey. Barbara leans forward and reads Ed's shirt. I got wood. No one speaks. A street light flicks on outside. Sean looks out. Power's on. It's not. I've already tried it. 
but the grid isn't out. Oh, sorry. I I don't know why I've read the like narration. But the grid isn't out. It's the fuses. I'll just switch them back on. What about the lights? Yes, we don't really want to advertise our whereabouts more than we already have. We may as well put a sign outside that says all you can eat. I think there is one. Yeah, they do a yeah, they do a buffet on Sundays. Lights operate on a separate circuit. I'll just flip the mains main breakers so we can get the telly on. It's quite simple, David. Sean flashes Liz a confident smile and heads off. Sean walks into the dim back corridor, past the door marked private. We'll linger on the door handle for a moment. Sean finds the fuse box by the back door, the window of which looks out in the blackness. He flips the switches. That's it! Curious, Sean peers out into the dark. He finds the relevant switch and flips on the garden light. Zombies. Lots of them. Sean snaps off the light and yanks back, yanks down the door blind. In a moment, a panic denial. He rushes back to the bar, past the door marked private. Pirate. Oh, pirate, yes. Come back full circle. Mm-hmm. Unseen by Sean, the door handle now twitches. Sean returns to the bar, slamming the door, slamming the back door behind him. Diane stood on a bar stool, flipping through the channels on the wall-mounted television. We see the message. Stand by for further information. Displayed on every single channel. The only only the fonts differ. The BBC very austere. MTV very funky, etc. Everyone stares at the TV with growing with growing concern. Ed sidles up to Liz. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ed sidles up to Liz. Liz, you got a quid? Um, yeah. Liz gives Ed a pound. He thanks with a smile. He smiles back. Ed goes off. Sean returns. She nods at the TV. There's never anything on, is there? Sean says nothing. He looks ashen-faced and guilty. What? Sean glances to the back door. We got a bit of a problem. What do you mean? They followed me. I thought you said you gave him the slip. Yeah. Do they know we're in here? I don't know. Well, we just have to be extra quiet, extra quiet, won't we? Sean nods again, comforted, as Liz goes ashen-faced. What? Liz turns to see Ed pop the quid into the fruit machine. Ed, no! Ed, no! Too late. Ed hits a button. It hits a jackpot. There's a cacophony of bells, buzzers, and spooky noises. I think we should both say this one at the same time. Three, right. two, one. Turn it Turn off! Turn it off! You know what? We'll just nice. go with it. Yeah, Too so, late. Oh, Ed hits was... a button, and it hits the jackpot. What? Oh, you're... The next line, after turn it off. Right. Um... 
Oh, yeah, I did do the wrong one, didn't I? Okay, I'm... Sean dives to the floor and flips the switch. Silence. Then, from outside. Tap, tap, tap. Everyone looks to each other gravely. Taps become thumps. Groans become audible. Noise builds. Thump, thump, thump. The gang draws together and listen. Liz puts a hand on Sean's shoulder. Ed puts a hand on Barbara's shoulder. David puts a hand on Di's shoulder. John the landlord puts a hand on David's shoulder. Shit! Everyone scatters as zombie John lurches towards them. Where the hell did he come from? I don't know, but... <laughs> I yep, love this. Yeah. This is what I said in my review. Beating what? someone to Queens Don't Stop Me Now is automatic four stars, at least. <laughs> this movie's oh, a four and a half or five, let's be real. Mm -hmm. Don't Stop Me Now by Queen starts up on a jukebox. Who the hell put this on? It's on random. Oh, for fuck's sake. The thumping bills, John advances, Sean acts. Right, Diane, stay with mom. Diane runs to move Barbara out of the way. David, kill the queen. Well, too late. The... <laughs> what? The jukebox. David looks madly around the base of the jukebox. Liz, Ed, grab something weapony. John looks around for blunt objects. Ed points to the bar. What about the rifle? Not real. How about some cocktails? What do you mean? Flaming spirits, drumbuy, uh, sambuca, brandy, get a rag in, light it. Woof. Oh no, the whole place could go up. What then? Zombie John is upon them. Sean knocks into the pool table. How about pool? Agreed. Sean vaults over the table, grabs three cues, throws one to Liz and Ed. They tense up, ready for action. Okay, John, time at the bar. You're having a good time, having a good time. As Queen kicks off, the trio launch into action, whacking Zombie John with their cues. This is choreographed in such a way that the action corresponds with the song lyrics. I fucking love this. This is so good. Yeah. David, you know that... meanwhile. Oh. oh, sorry. I, I guess we can finish the page first. No, no, no. You go ahead. I was going to say, like, in some of the street scenes where all of the extras are just lined up outside and just walking mm. around, uh, Edgar Wright at one point said that uh, during shooting, uh, some random person who was playing a zombie extra didn't know that Edgar Wright was the director. And walk <laughs> he walked up to him and said to his face, yeah, this movie's going to be straight to DVD, isn't it? Oh, fuck. Well, I'll fucking get that DVD because it was awesome. Yeah, 19 years later. Hmm. It actually reminds me, did you know that John Wick was al was also like almost a straight-to-DVD movie? Oh, yeah, it, look it looks like it. Then it got like progressively better. Yeah, because like, a lot of studios were not picking up the first one. Or like, mm -hmm. no distributors were not picking up the first one. Yeah. So, Nobody like, wanted to touch like, like 
Nobody wanted to touch Keanu Reeves after like Matrix flopped. I think it was four. No, it was way after that. I think it was forty-seven Ronin. Oh, oh man, that shit. That movie is so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's basically it. Uh, David, meanwhile, has having no luck with the jukebox. I can't find the switch. Get the fuses. David runs off to the... David sees the fuse box. Panicked. He hits everything. The pub lights flash, illuminating a sea of zombies. Sean lives and adds sub- subject zombie John to a volley of blows. He catches Ed's cue and breaks it in half. David desperately flicks more switches. The backyard light comes on, throwing zombie shadows onto the blind. David freaks out and backs away, moving past the door marked Pirate, which is now slowly (laughs) opening to reveal zombie Bernie in her slippers. David yelps and retreats into the bar. David slams the corridor door and barricades it with chairs. Why is Queen still on? I couldn't find the switch. Zombie John rounds on Liz, pushing her backwards over a table. Ed gives up his broken cue and runs off. Ed! Two seconds. Sean! Liz gets back up, brandishing a fire extinguisher. She lets it off in Zombie John's face. When the gas clears, Zombie John's face is iced with frost, but he keeps coming. Sean! Sean turns. <laughs> Diane plucks. Sorry, I just remember heavy rain. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sean. Oh god. Sean turns. Diane plucks three darts from the dartboard. She flings the first. It wedges into a bar post. The second dart hits John in the chest. Yes. The third hits Sean, and he yelps in agony. No. Shawnee. Sean looks up, a dart protruding painfully from his head. Ed is behind the bar, the the rifle in his hands. He throws it through the air, despite the pain. And despite the pain, Sean catches it. He looks at the rifle in frustration, but then one almighty blow of the butt sends John's head backwards into the jukebox. Sparks fly. Queen stops. John drops. Your mic cut again. Oh. Sparks fly, Queen stops, John drops. Why didn't you shoot him, man? Sean rounds on Ed with a rifle. Because it's Bang. The rifle goes off. Sean is thrown backwards. Optic shatter behind Ed. His jaw drops. With joy. Oh, I fucking knew it. What did I say? Big Al was right. Sean gets up, looks at the smoking rifle, then at Ed. Okay. Dogs, but dogs can look up. (laughs) Drawers and cupboards are opened. Drawers and and cupboards are opened. Shelves cleared. A box of shelves is discovered. Sean has his work tie wrapped around his head. The rifle lies on the bar. The thumping from outside is louder than ever. Anyone fired a gun before? Oh, yes. Apart from Ed. 
I'm a pacifist. Apart from David and Ed. I have. Good, where? Uh, in a production of Lear, all the military were played by women. It was a starter pistol. Not really a serious qualification. We took it to the Edinburgh Festival. Sorry, what's Ed's experience? He shot his sister in the leg with an air rifle. Why? She asked me to. I think you should do it. I think we should all do it. How could five people operate one gun? Look, none of us have any real experience, okay? And we've only got... Ed glances at a box of shells and shakes them. 29. 29 bullets. Call them shells. 29 shells. So we should work together on this. I need someone to help me reload and everyone else to keep lookout. I'll fire. As Bertrand Russell once said, The only thing that will redeem mankind is cooperation. I think we can all appreciate the relevance of that now. Yep. I also accidentally skipped to an irrelevant page. Oh, uh, 106. Did you get that off the back of a beer mat? Genesis. Genesis. Extra cold. I won't say anything. Crash! The barricade of tables is by the broken window shutters. They definitely want to come in. Liz, can you get Mom out of the way? Ed, get me some shells. David, die. Over here. Crossing. <laughs> I, I didn't realize she said crossing. What the fuck? Wait, what? I didn't realize she said crossing when she <laughs> went past it. Oh, wait. What did you think she smoke. said? I didn't hear her say it. Because oh. I just heard commotion. That's a Shit. small little thing I didn't notice. That's cool. Liz goes over to Barbara, who still clutches the flowers, and leads her off. Barbara focuses on Liz and smiles. Barbara? Hello. Do you want to come with me? Oh, yes, that would be lovely. It's nice to finally meet you. John's always been talking about you. Really? Got something for you. Barbara, I really ought to... Barbara produces an ornate ring on a chain around her neck. Sean's father gave me this. Sean's real father, that is. Philip never minded. I've kept it for 20 years. Liz smiles, unsure how to react. I want you to have it. Barbara, me and Sean have... It's only right. Barbara pushes the ring into Liz's hand and winces. Liz looks down. A tissue protruded from Barbara's sleeve. Suddenly, it blushes dark red. Liz pushes the sleeve up beneath the wad of blood-soaked tissues. It's a large bite. I didn't want to say anything. I thought Sean would be worried. Sean looks over to Barbara and Liz. Something is wrong. Liz? Here they come! Crash. The sound of the barricade of chairs and tables topples. Hands push at the curtains. Sean has no choice but to fight. Get behind me. Get behind me. There's one. He points. A dead face peers into the bar. Sean takes aim. Sorry. We're closed. Click. Nothing. 
Everyone looks at the rifle. Sean shakes it. That happened to me on stage. Is it the safety button? Cock it! Sean looks from Ed to the rifle. He cocks it and fires. Bang! 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 The zombie falls back, pulling the curtains with it. Crash. The window in the right-hand door goes. Zombies claw to get in. Diane sees them first. Over there. Over where? Bang. Three o'clock. The team spin around as a unit. Sean fires. Through his aim, though his aim is erratic. Another zombie clambers in the first breach. Bang. Bang. Ooh, over there. Uh, quarter to twelve. What? Bang. 11.45. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. 11.45. <laughs> it's high noon. Almost. High Keep it simple. 45. Bang. Sean manages to take out the door zombies. Top left. They all swing to the left. Sean pulls the trigger. Click. Reload. Ed feeds Sean two shells. I'm on it. Sean cocks and fires, hitting a zombie in the head. Bang. Ooh, nice shot. Thanks. Let's block up the window. That's a great uh, callback to the beginning. There's yeah. a lot of great callbacks. Set up some payoffs. Ugh, I love that. I love you, Edgar Wright. David and Die run to fix the fallen barricade. Take over a minute. John hands the rifle to Ed and runs, over, runs to Barbara and Liz. What's up? Are you alright? John, I'm so sorry. Liz says nothing. She looks at Barbara. Mom, what is it? I didn't want to be a bother. John sees the blood. Oh, oh, God. M Mom, I don't understand. That man in his pajamas. I didn't want to say anything. I thought you'd be upset. Oh. Sorry. The man in his pajamas. I didn't want to say anything. I thought you'd be upset. Oh. Ed sees Sean hug Barbara. He hands the rifle to Diane. Take over a sec. Ed runs to the back of the room. David peers after him. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? Barbara's hurt. I know. First aid. I know first no, aid. I know first aid. I read that with a comma. I don't <laughs> know why. Take over a mo. Diane hands the rifle to David and rushes over. She arrives to see Barbara lying feverish in Sean's arms. <clears throat> Ed stands around, unsure what to do. Liz comforts Sean. <laughs> David sees her hand on her shoulder on his shoulder and looks down to his rifle. Sean. Hold on, Mom. You're gonna be fine. Sean, I forgot to thank you. What? Barbara shows Sean the flowers. He's baffled for a moment. 
it's been a funny sort of day. Barbara, Barbara starts, starts to convulse. Oh, sorry. God damn it. I, it's fine. I don't know why I keep doing it. I'm sorry. I mean, I've done it a few times, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus, Mom. No. Oh, no. Barbara's breathing slows. Sean buries his face in her hair. Click, click. I'll turn to see David pointing a rifle at Barbara. What are you doing? We have to deal with her. Daphs! Christ's sake! She's going to come back. Not gone anywhere. She's gonna change. She's my mom. She's a zombie. Strong points himself. Strong positions himself between Barbara and the rifle. Don't say that. David, stop it. Move away. I'm gonna count. Sean leaps up, grabs a bottle from the table, and smashes it. He holds the broken bottle to David's throat. Sorry, is someone outside the door? What? Oh, sorry. No, never mind. Right. Sorry. Don't point that gun at my mom! Sean, come on now. Ed pulls a dart from the bar and aims it at David's neck. Hi, guys. We're reading Sean of the Dead. Don't point that gun at Barbara! Ed, wait. don't... Ex I skipped wait, it. What? I skipped. I'm oh. sorry. No, it's fine. Ed, don't exacerbate things. What does that mean? Well, this isn't exactly fair. Here. Ed flips a pool cue from the floor and hands it to Diane. She raises the cue above Ed's head. Hi, Mickey. How you doing? I hope you're doing well. Uh, thank you. Ed smashes another bottle and holds it to Diane's throat. It's okay. Liz steps in, hands raised, affecting calm. Can we just stop and think about this? Tell him to put the gun down. Tell him to take the bottle away from my throat. Oh, grow up. Go to change, Lizzie. He'll change and kill us all. You know I'm right. Your ex can't seem to grasp that. That's what this is, isn't it? It's me. He just doesn't like me. He never has. He's always hated me. And now he wants to shoot my mom. He's not. You've... Oh, wait. You've always looked down your nose at me. I... You never thought I deserved her. That I was good enough. What are you talking about? Oh, we all know that you're in love with Liz. That's not true. Oh, yes, it is. Not true. We already did that, Kiwi. Yes, it is. What? I know you only hung out with me at college to get close to Liz, and when she knocked you back, I was there to come pick up the pieces. I've come to terms with that, Daphs. Why can't you? David flushes red and stammers to Liz. Liz, I want you to know that my feelings for you are essentially... David, please. There's slightly more pressing matters at hand here. Yeah, like the fact that Daphs here is pointing a gun at my mother. I'm not the one being unreasonable, Pickle. 
For Christ's sake, she's not dead. You said it yourself about your stepdad. Dad? She's finished. Stop being such a hypocrite. You're the one who's gone from chartered accountant to Charlton Heston. Not a chartered accountant. You look like one. Yeah. Nice one, Ed. I'm a lecturer. You're a twat. Yeah. She's not your mom anymore. Any second now, she'll be just another zombie. Don't say that. We're not using a Z word. Please, can we come? The fuck down. The shouting excites the zombies. Clamoring to get in. Now, I can see what David is trying to say. Thank you, Lizzie. Even if he's being a twat. Yep. David fizzes with indignation. And Sean? Sean, look at me. Can't begin to imagine how hard this must be for you. But we can't afford to fall apart. Sean? Babe? I know you don't want to hear this, but... Barbara standing upright behind David. Everyone stops at the sound of her mournful whine. Her eyes are milky white, skin a lifeless gray, face twisted, almost pleading. Sean takes the rifle from David and points it at her. His hands shake. His eyes fill with tears. His finger tenses. You do it! Do it! Barbara looks at David. Her expression twists into a scowl. Zombie Barbara hisses and lunges forward. I'm sorry, Mom. Bang! David is flecked with blood. Zombie Barbara drops. Total shock. Sean lets the rifle fall to the floor. Everyone is speechless. David takes off his glasses to clean them. Well, I think we're all agreed that you did the right thing here. David replaces his glasses. Crack! Sean punches him hard in the face, sending them sprawling. David rolls over. He now has the rifle in his hands. He points it at Sean. No! David! Click. The rifle is empty. David looks desperate and ashamed. Everyone else is appalled. Sean hasn't flinched. Right? I'm leaving. What? Not staying here. David walks to the bolted front door and starts to move the tables and chairs away. The noise outside rises. You open that door, we won't stand a chance. What? And you will in here? David begins unlocking the deadbolts to the front door. David, don't. It's suicide. I think you should go, man. We will. We can run. We can defend ourselves. You mean we? What do you mean, what do you mean, we? What do you mean, what do you mean, what do you mean, we? <laughs> they don't say that. <laughs> you don't honestly think I'm going to go out there, do you? Opening that door would be very, very silly thing to do. So you're staying here? With him? Sean didn't. 
After Sean. all he's gotten us into. Aha! Sean didn't actually. Diane, how? Let me finish. Sean didn't ask you to come here. You came here for the same reason I did. You didn't know what else to do. Now, get away from that door this instant. But... David? David crumples, the pool cue dropping from his hand. He steps away from the door and slumps against the window in tears. I'm sorry, Diane. I'm sorry, Lizzie. Maybe we're not the ones you should be apologizing to. David turns to Sean, his face quivering with guilt. I'm sorry, Sean. Sean nods, silently accepting the apology. Well done, Daphs. That took guts. Smash! Dead hands break through the window. David is pulled back as zombies bite down on his body. He screams in pain. Sean, Liz, and Di desperately try to pull David back as he's dragged outside and torn to pieces. They attempt to keep hold but fall backwards. Find themselves clutching Dever... Devered. Find themselves clutching David's severed lower leg. The screamer and remainder of David is being sucked into the hungry crowd. David, no! Still holding on. Still holding David's leg. Diane gets up and runs straight to the front door, unlocking the final deadbolt. Die, don't. Die, don't. Too late. Diane opens the door and runs out to save David, thrashing at the zombies with her boyfriend's leg. I'm coming, Daphs. Diane is swallowed by the crowd. Zombies quickly take her. Zombies quickly take her place. Lots of them, all shapes and sizes, all walks of life, all ravenous. The floodgates are open. Oh, dear. Cocktails? Do it. Ed runs off. Sean grabs the rifle. Liz grabs the shells. He reloads and opens fire at the enroaching tide of zombies. Liz feeds him ammo as they slowly back up to the bar. Heads! A flaming cocktail sails over Liz and Sean's head and explodes over the door. It ignites surrounding it ignites the surrounding curtains and carpet. Zombies fall back momentarily. Keep up coming! The front barricade falls, zombies dropping clumsily into the room. Another cocktail explodes, holding them back. Back door shifts. The barricade of tables and chairs fall. Dead hands reach into the bar, grabbing Ed's neck. Gun, please. Sean Spence throws a rifle to Ed, who catches it. And blasts over his shoulder. The hands fall back, releasing him. Behind, a pizza delivery zombie walks through the fire. Ed, over here. Ed shucks the rifle to Liz. She is unsure what to do. The pizza zombie's head is protected by a helmet. Deftly, she smashes the visor with with the gun button, fires into the hole. Smooth. 
Sean notices Barbara's body. He grabs his jacket and lays it over her face, placing the flowers on top. Oh, that's not NFL. Bang! The back door gives. Ed turns to see the zombies pour in. Sean, look who it is. Fuck a doodle-doo. Leading the pack is the naked zombie Pete. Ed tries to ignite a cocktail, but his lighter won't work. Bitch! Sean sees what that Ed is in trouble and calls for the rifle. To me! Liz chucks him the rifle. Zombie Pete lunges at Ed, hissing. Ugh. Don't groan at me, you thick fuck! Ed gets Pete in a headlock. But he's distracted from a Halloween ringtone thrilling, trilling out from somewhere in a bar. Ed looks up to see a commuter zombie holding his phone. That's mine, you cheek. Ed screams as Pete bites down into his arm. Ed throws his head back in pain, making his neck available to nearby zombie Bernie, who takes a massive chunk out of it. Ooh. Oh no. Oh no. I'm trying not to yell because people are now coming <laughs> up and going to bed because everyone in this house goes to bed like they're 80. That's <laughs> all right. Sean takes aim at Ed's attackers, but can't get a clear shot. Pete. <laughs> Amazingly, Pete hears this and turns around to face Sean. Pete's dead eyes lock with Sean's. I said, leave him alone. <laughs> Sean blows Pete's head clean off. He swings back to Ed, but can no longer see him. There are too many zombies between. Ed! Dad did it again. <laughs> the front of the pub is now wide open. Liz fends off the increasing numbers with a hat stand. They're everywhere. Sean Barr! But Liz bundles Sean behind the bar. They crouch down, kicking the back door shut and holding it with their feet. Ed! No answer. Ed! Sean peers back. He sees nothing but zombies. Ed! A huge shape tumbles over the bar next to Sean and Liz. What? Ed is alive, but badly bitten. His neck gushing blood. I thought you were. Yeah, yeah, chuck us a cloth, will you? Sean does so. Ed presses the beer cloth to his neck. Zombies now fill the bar, having breached the first fire barricade. Get the brandy. Sean grabs a bottle of brandy and offers it to Ed. Not for me, you... Not for me, you tit! Smash it on the bar! Sean jumps up and smashes the bottle. Grabs a lighter and ignites the spirit. Flames rip along the bar. A new firewall erupts. Sean rejoins Ed and Liz. Triumphant. Where are the bullets? Hold them shells. Where are the shells? Sean jumps up again to retrieve the shells from the bar. He burns his finger and crouches down, sucking his thumb. Ah, fuck it! Ah, fuck it! Zombies now reach through the flames, 
pushing through the pumps. Alcohol rains down. Ed takes a few gulps. So what are we going to do then? Where are we going to go? Sean and Liz look around at a loss, and then... Bang! A football hits the back of the bar, smashing a mirror. It falls down and settles on the trap door to the cellar. Cellar? Maybe we can get out. Yeah, it's a barrel hatch. That leads up to the street. You mean go back outside? Do you prefer murder pearl? Which would you prefer? What what is wrong with me? Which would you prefer? Merle? <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> Sorry. Which would you prefer? Mortal peril or certain death? Uh, the first one. <laughs> they head for the trap door, but the zombie Irish spinster drops over and gets to her feet. Oh, give us a fucking break. On the fiery bar, the box of shells suddenly explodes. Stray bullets fire off everywhere. One ricochets off the pup bell and hits a zombie Irish spinster in the head. She falls, disappointed. Sean, Liz, and Ed make for the hatch. They pull Ed down to a dark cellar filled with boxes and laundry. Sean grabs some piping from the floor and shoves it through the handle of the trap door, wedging it shut. Ed slumps against the wall, the beer cloth already sodden with blood. Liz grabs some lining from the washing machine, washing line. He uses it to bandage Ed's wounds. In the far corner of the cellar, a shaft of orange street light illuminates the outline of the barrel hatch. I can see the street. He puts the rifle down and jumps up, bang, like uh, hanging from the handles. Barrel hatch doesn't budge. Come on! Sean pulls frantically before dropping down. He tries again, desperately trying to force open the hatch. Come on! Liz watches with an increasing air of disappointment. Sean? Why won't it open? Sean drops down again and slides down the wall, utterly defeated. He laughs grimly. <laughs> so that's it then. We're trapped. <laughs> Let's go to the Winchester. Who the fuck came up with that idea? Oh man, I've really balls this up. Liz leaves Ed and sits with Sean on the floor. The noise from upstairs is muffled. Cellar oddly quiet. No, you haven't. I have, Liz. I'm useless. I couldn't save us. I couldn't save Di and David. I couldn't save my own mother. I should have been there. I can't. You shouldn't feel so responsible. You tried. You did something. That's what counts. God knows where we'd be if you hadn't. I suppose. Cellar door shakes violently. Liz and Sean look at it. You think they'll get through? Yes. How many shows we got left? Two. I guess we could take out a few of them if they stand in the line. I wasn't thinking about them. 
right now. Sean looks around the surrounding bottles and barrels. Can't we just drink ourselves to death? I don't think we've got time. The cellar door shutters. Uh, Sean looks at the rifle. It's only two shells. What about it? I don't mind being eaten. How are we going to do this? I don't know. I suppose one of us has to go first. Maybe one of us has to do the other, then do themselves. Maybe you should do me first. I'll only muck it up if I have to do myself. Sean briefly minds this out, then shakes his head. I really don't know if I've got it in me to shoot my mom, my flatmate, and my girlfriend all in the same evening. What makes you think I've taken you back? The cellar door buckles. The copper pipe bends. Well, you don't want to die single, do you? They laugh and look deeply into each other's eyes. <clears throat> Actually, I would like to be shot. Besides, I've changed, you know? I haven't had oh. a sick <laughs> yesterday. I promise. I forgot. I forgot they did that. He hasn't? Maybe we should have one now. Liz takes out a crumpled packet of cigarettes. Oh, at least I said cigarettes this time. Sean looks shocked. Liz smiles innocently. You left them in my room. They were in the bin. I was desperate. Sneaky cow. They take. They each take a cigarette. Liz shrugs. Sorry. I won't say anything. Sean ignites his lighter. The flame illuminates a red button on the wall above with sign reading. Way out. Sean holds the lighter up to reveal electric door mechanism. They were sitting on the service lift all along. He and Liz exchange a look. They nod. A silent agreement. Crack. The cellar door splinters. Dead fingers claw through as the smoke thickens. They're almost inside. Sean runs to Ed's side. He is pale and visibly fading. Come on. We're leaving. I might just stay here. But we can all get out. I think you two should make a go of it. What are you talking about? I'll only hold you back. Sean looks at his friend and realizes he's right. With a somber nod, he offers Ed the rifle. Don't you want it? Nah, you have it. I can't hit anything with it. Ed takes the rifle from Sean. I'm sorry, Ed. For what? Sorry I shot at you earlier. <clears throat> it's alright. I'm sorry, too. It's okay. No. I'm sorry, Sean. Sean puzzles before his expression turns to disgust. Ed laughs. 
Sean winces as he covers his, now, his nose and mouth. Oh, Jesus, that's not funny. I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing. I'm not laughing. Salador finally gives. Smoke now pours through. Well, you better be off. Sean looks at Ed. A silent goodbye. He joins Liz on the service lift. She has found an old fire axe and a large chain. Sean chooses the axe. Liz hits the red button. The service hatch opens. Sean and Liz are bathed in orange street light, and the lift starts to ascend. Bye, Ed. Love you. Cheers. Love you too, man. Gay. <laughs> this is the fucking asshole. Ed disappears from view, lost amid the thick smoke and encroaching moans as Sean and Liz reach. The outside. Sean and Liz rise up onto the street. A shot rings out from the cellar beneath. Sean and Liz exchange a look. It's just them now versus an army of advancing zombies. Ready? Ready. They both raise their weapons, ready to fight on together. The chorus of moans is now deafening and then... Another sound. An engine roaring, approaching fast. Sean and Liz are dazzled by bright headlights as one of the one of the convoy military trucks mounts the curb next to the Winchester, knocking several zombies flying. Figures leap from the back, orders barked, shots are fired. Sean and Liz are disoriented until they hear. Oh my god, Sean! A smaller figure moves in front of the headlights. Sean squints into the glare. Yvonne? Yvonne steps forward, her face becoming visible. How you doing? Sean and Liz exchange a look. Surviving. Surviving. They're taking us somewhere safe. I thought you might want to tag along, or is it is it just the two of you? Sean and Liz nod somberly. Well, I'm glad somebody made it. Vaughn beckons Sean and Liz towards the truck. The sound of gunfire and pitch battle and pitch battle echoing around them. They disappear into the blinding light. Six months later. White noise flips to the news. Uh, the same troubled reporter from earlier saying, "Now very calm." Or no, oh, never mind. That's a whole thing. <laughs> now very common being interviewed as an authority on the subject. These beings, these creatures, or to use the correct si scientific terminology, zombies posed a great, the greatest threat. Flip, we see footage of military police racing down on suburban streets, saving people from houses. It's a testament to the combined forces of the military that the law has restored. And of course, we now realize that the phenomenon resulted from the use of... Flip, a trashy American documentary. Quick cut to, NS, or to NTSC footage of zombies and shootings. 
Next, we heard a story of a 10-year-old Isaac Baumgarten who fought off the reanimated corpses from the extended family, and it's all coming right up on Zombies from Hell. Flip, a serious documentary. Of course, the fact that the mobile deceased still have primal instincts and traits of cognitive thought. We see zombies herded into a cage on the back of a lorry. Makes him ideal recruitment of the ser- for the service industry. We see a zombie Noel in overalls pushing shopping trolleys. And because we know the condition is caused by... Flip, a heated discussion on Trisha, a young woman sat on the stage. The corner graphic reads, I married a monster. People say it's wrong. But he's still my husband, you know. We all know that was Southern. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And the next chair next to the young woman sits a figure in a semi-darkness. Trisha looks on sympathetically. I still love him. Still got the ring on me on my finger, Trisha. Flip, a lame game show with lumbering undead contestants on bouncy obstacle courses and an unseen commenter your commentator giggles. Bare feet lumber into the shot. Slowly we pan up. Sean, his face is tired, but happy. He yawns. We are back in the lounge. The room is tidy, but the decor uh, is a little different. More homely, there are photos of Sean and Liz on the wall next to two mounted rifles and posters advertising a club at which Sean now DJs. We also see pictures of David, Dee, Di, and Barbara, and Philip arranged like little shrines. Liz sits on the sofa, idly flicking through cab- through the cable channels. She is wearing Barbara's ring. Sean kisses her. Hello? Hello. So, what's the plan then? Right, so we have a cup of tea, then we go down to the... Uh, shit, I can't mess that one up. Right, we have to get a... Uh, we have a cup of tea, then we go out and... I'm not giving up until I get this right. Okay, <laughs> All right. right. We have a cup of tea, then we go get the Sundays. Head down the Phoenix for a roast, veg out in the pub for a bit, then wander back, watch a bit of telly, and go to bed. Perfect. I'll get the kettle on. Nice. Can I have two sugars? Ooh, adventurous. Gonna pop into the garden, actually. Go on, then. Two seconds. Sean opens the repaired shed door. The interior is dimly lit by a flickering light. Sean sits down and picks up a game controller and presses a button. A voice booms. Player two has entered the game. A zombie Ed sits on the floor playing a video game. He is shackled to the wall. Ed turns to see Sean playing next to him. He looks at him for a moment before making a slow lunge at his arm. (sighs) Sean bats him away playfully. Ed! They continue playing sean scores a point ed groans sean laughs and oh there we go we got through it that was more than three hours but we made it work that's all right that's all right 
a bit of issues, but it's all good. We're all good. We've done it. We've read Shaun of the Dead. Great film. If you guys haven't actually watched the film, it's it's a lot better than just reading it. Reading it is just like seeing how how such a great comedy was written. But actually watching it, there's a lot of physical stuff, a lot of camera uh, moves, music, of course. It's it's fantastic. Just watch it yourself. But uh, this was fun. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. This is actually really like this. Yeah, it's very chill. I hang out. We just read scripts, compare them to movies. We love movies here. You got anything else uh, you want to add before we go? Um, probably just subscribe when this goes <laughs> on YouTube. Um, yeah. it's fun. I liked it. It's it's kind of cool going back and revisiting this movie in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's just it was it was really fun, and there was a lot of stuff I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just recently watched this film again the other day. Oh, it's so good and. It's I see a lot of similarities, but there are like a few changes. Very few. I assume this was the shooting script. Um Simon Pegg did write this, so a lot of it is probably gonna make it into the film. But it was really good, a fun time, fun film, and it's fun time reading. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for watching. Thank you, uh someone Tomcat. Jake, thank you for hanging out with me. It's been a good no one. Problem. Anytime you want to do another one, let me know. Totally. So, you guys want to know where you can get more Rescribed, read other films such as Moonlight, La La Land, Tick Tick Boom. What other movies I got here that I read? Everything Everywhere All at Once that I read last week. Um, Spider-Verse that's coming out soon. Holy shit. I might do another one of that. Okay, shut up out there. All right. There's fucking. All right. That's a great way to end. Thank you. Bye. Uh, uh, go check you, out Rescribed on um, YouTube. We're on Spotify. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. Did I say Amazon Music? I think I did. Anyway. Yeah, go check that out. Uh,. I upload like a couple days after I record. Um, I have no set schedules, but yeah, anytime. Just follow the Twitch channel. Get notified. We'll, you'll see when I do go live. But thank you for hanging out. Thank you for watching. It's been a great time. Great fun one. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Jake. Let's <laughs> call you Tom guy. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> uh... For now, it's time to head out. I'll see you when I see you. Peace. I wanna be a legend, rap one, remember what I said then? Cause now we rockin', now we rollin', now we rockin', now we rollin'.